Totes Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember very well. Pause that recording, watch the movie eat while eating two pizzas and two salads. Thank you, patron. Come back. Patron? Just one? Yep. Oh, okay. wow. you, know, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. Second half. Now we're talking again about the same movie, but now we've seen it in the very recent past. <laughs> so we know a thing or two about it. Specifically, how does it hold up in this year of... That is now. Wow. <laughs> and other things. It's good. My name's Dan. <laughs> this is Molly. Oh, I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie, this very special episode, is <laughs> The Fugitive. The yes. Fugitive. Yes. yes. A I, movie. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> okay, go on. I just, I was feeling so good about the intro. I remembered to say that we watched the movie yes. instead of just eating pizzas and salads. <laughs> and then couldn't get it. Nine That's years. Right. Oh, it's fine. One day. Right. One day. Hey, to I, quote Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Iconic DVDs performance. I saw this in the theater. 100% Utah certainty. Wow. Uh, Tommy wow. Lee Jones and Harrison Ford. Yes. yes. Yeah. And Harrison Ford loves his wife so much. Aww. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he comes home to have witnessed his wife's terrible murder by a one-armed man. Is this right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. I'm going to pause real quick. No. Have we all seen this oh, movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Great. Keep okay. going. You may continue. And... Then he realizes he's got a clue. Not that you need Dan to give you permission oh, to continue. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Although I am no. so used to, at this point in my life, waiting for a man to give me permission. So. Not that you need Dan to tell you that you can advocate <laughs> for yourself. Anyway, you know who likes telling people what to do? Who? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones's character, yeah, who is does. sent to track down the fugitive, and he doesn't care that he's innocent. And there's a great scene out there. Oh, um, okay. It's a it's a sewage drain mm. pipe. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're standing there. Tommy Lee Jones thinks he has Harrison Ford cornered. Ha ha. But Harrison Ford is crazy like a fox and jumps I didn't into the kill water. My blood. wife. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Classic. And yeah, Classic. this was like this is pre, I think, Men in Black, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like this was the movie that brought Tommy Lee Jones into America's hearts. Yeah. Mm. At least in the modern era. I don't know how long he's been actually working. Like it's oh, very possible. That's what yeah. I mean. Like there was probably some other movie from before I watched movies mm. that he also was good in that people liked. But I feel like this is the one that like in the modern 90s film Renaissance yes. is where people are like that Tommy Lee Jones, he's great. Yeah, he played a guy I didn't want to win, and I still loved him. Yeah. So you think this movie came out in the 90s? Yes. Oh, boy. I also think the 90s. Okay, I'm betting the 90s. Nope. (laughs) Six is what I'm saying. I'm saying 94. Did you write 9C for mine? (laughs) (laughs) He just did a little loop. Finish that six. Six is just a lazy C. I'm going to say 91. Oh, wow. I was going to say 91. You, okay, well, to keep it spicy, I'll do 90. Wow. Yeah. I'm regretting how late into the 90s I've been. I just was trying to remember when Men in Black came out. Mm-hmm. 
That was the late 90s. I want to say 98. I don't know. We already did this. Yeah, that's true. We did. I feel like there's the shoulder pads aren't like big enough to be early 90s. In this movie? Yeah. Well, oh, who's even got but, shoulder pads? There's not a ton movie. of women well, in this. Jones. Um, he's got shoulder pads. Well, yeah, like all the men's suits had like weird shoulder pads. But isn't right? he just wearing like a cool federal agent jacket the whole time? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he always has his jacket thrown over his shoulder. Is he a federal agent? Isn't he a U.S. Oh, marshal? Right. Yes, that's what oh. it was. I was like, I know the other movie he was in as this character just Called said what his job US was. There it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes is the guy yeah. to get. Never seen him. There's a woman on the team that's searching God, for him. God, I hope so. That's yeah. right. Um, she's like FBI or local police, right? Or she I think she's also part of his team. Oh, Task Force. Okay. Yeah. And then um, Julianne Moore plays a doctor. Oh. oh. I've watched this movie many times. Nice. <laughs> because, okay, so I've seen it before probably a handful of times. But then when my uh, Beth's Beyond Betrothed, and I went on our honeymoon. No big deal. Wow. Every time we came back to the hotel, the fugitive was on TV. <laughs> what? So like, we were like, okay, like, you know, we, we went out and did activities and we're like, yes. we, now we just want to relax and watch a TV show. The fugitive was on TV at some point so in time. So it was, wait, so this was just like, it was just being run on some channel. It wasn't like there was just like a dedicated, like closed circuit yeah. channel in the hotel playing was, The Fugitive. Yeah, it was probably like The Fugitive and two other movies Amazing. were like kind of, you know, going, just, just like rotating. Yeah. yeah, and then every time, yeah, so Fugitive was on and so we watched the whole movie probably twice because <laughs> we would watch it in like little bits and stuff. Yeah. And then when we got back, we rented it and watched it. Wow. Just I, think, I think I've seen it twice this year. So it holds up. Yes, it's so good. Great. I feel yeah. like that's such a classic like TBS TNT way yeah. to watch a movie from the old days yeah. when you would just like they'd be doing 24 hours of Pretty Woman or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I miss those days. Was it other, like, were the other movies also Harrison Ford movies? Like, is there any uh, connection? We also watched Air Force One. Okay. Nice. Yep. Okay. I don't remember. Like Get off my plane. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the Fugitive is a favorite, and that's why I remembered that Julianne Moore is Nice. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he, Harrison Ford is a doctor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And. Dr. Th- Richard Kimball. Nice. Wow. Kimmel? Kimball? Kimball. Kimball. And, and his he, wife is cheating on him, right? No. Is that part of the thing? Oh, no. Wow, Molly. Well, I thought that She's was part dead. of why. I, okay. Yeah, wow. I, How dare you speak respect. ill of the dead? <laughs> no, I thought that was part of the reason they suspected him. That was uh, like a wrinkle in one oh. of the plots, but maybe not. I don't think so. Okay. She gets her head cracked in by a, like a globe or Aww. something. It's like a big glass globe or something. Is that your bet? It's awful. Yeah. Do we... Beth, don't listen to this part. Okay. Do we think we'll recognize the actor playing his wife? No. Okay. I do. Me too. Spicy. Wow. I think I'm gonna feel bad. Me too. Yeah. Like I don't think, I don't think you, or neither you or I will be able to name that actor. Yeah. But I feel like we'll recognize her and feel bad. Well, and also I feel like so much of the um, previews and so much of the uh, promotion of this movie was just about the two dudes yeah. that I can't even picture. A woman. A woman. No, me neither. Apparently, Julianne Moore is in it. That's incredible. Is she is she like the doctor that like his one friend? He like sneaks back in oh. when he's on the no, lamb. That's Jane Lynch. What? What? <laughs> yes. No way. Stacked cast. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Um, sorry. Now I, f- I feel like I'm spoiling a lot no, of things. It's okay. It's and then it's- there's Evil Doctor. Yeah. Who's like maybe his friend, but then. Is he? Evil Doctor at the end, who's like mm-hmm. in a bunch of clear and present danger movies, maybe too. 
Oh. He's oh. like that kind of guy. He plays like smarmy <laughs> bad Wasn't guy. Ford in Clear and Present Danger? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Who am I? I think I'm thinking of that guy. Okay. Oh, sure. Great. You know, that guy. Yeah. I'm going to bet it's Danny Huston. Don't correct me. Mm. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, I won't know for sure. I enjoyed those Tom Clancy movies as a teen. I don't oh. remember any of them except the one where Ben Affleck stops a second nuclear detonation, but he fucks up and there is a first nuclear detonation. There's a Ben Affleck Spoiler in that? Spoiler alert. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. This was years later when they're like, what if we did another one of those Clancy novel movies? Oh, I just remember the two with Harrison Ford where he's yeah. Jack Ryan. Yeah. yeah. I think so the, Affleck is also Jack Ryan. Yeah. But The Fugitive was, it was a TV show in the 60s, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that sounds right. Okay. Got it. Is he a fugitive the whole time in the TV show? Yeah. Must be. Yeah. Exhausting. My mother explained it to me when the movie came out that it's uh, like he just keeps running. Keeps running. Wow. And that it has like a bummer of an ending. Oh, Because no. he still is running at the end of the show. Oh, wow. Oh, that is a bummer. Yeah. Running man. Yeah. But not the running man. Yeah. yeah that's that's a, different. a different thing. Someone gets smacked in the face, maybe Tommy Lee Jones, in like a laundry hotel situation. Okay. And I remember it, a very visceral Head crunch happens. Ooh. Good job. Oh. Two Tonys, probably. Oh, sure. Foley. Two Tonys Foley. Yeah. I think it's Tommy Lee Jones. He's like, we're getting near the end. Harrison Ford's unveiled the plot. Unearthed? Yeah. That's better. The plot. Mm-hmm. And maybe Tommy Lee Jones is going to be see the truth, but then he gets crushed in the face by a laundry thing. A laundry thing? It's like a big heavy thing on a on a Oh like a bag a, of laundry? Well, it's like a weight on a rack so they can like move all the laundry through. So it's not the laundry itself. Okay. It's yeah. The now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it really took me a long time it's to like be like, what are you talking back about? Back rooms of hotels. Is it just situation? like an empty hook that sh- is meant for the laundry bag? Yeah, that's like something like flung that. at him? Yeah. I feel like Aspiring writers just wander around buildings looking for places. <laughs> We're like, oh, this construction site could be dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about this factory floor filled with vats of acid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Dan's bet. There's going to be a scene, or like one of the first scenes we have with Tommy Lee Jones will be him taking over this case and having butting heads with a local oh, yeah. officer or something. When they're trying to... Uh, they're trying to drain, determine jurisdiction. Drain the Swamp. river, huh? They're dragging. They're looking for his body in the oh, river. Sure. Mm. And he's like, "Go, you do the thing, and you, yeah." He's telling people what to do. <laughs> yeah. But like, because there's a, it's there has to be a reason why he gets called in, right? Yeah. Like it's not like if someone does a crime, they're not immediately like get this very specific branch of the federal government involved. Yeah. yeah why is he there? Because they're in Chicago. Are they? Yeah. Nice. Really? I feel pretty confident about Chicago. I'm writing it down. Oh, wait. No, now I know why he's involved. I just remembered a scene in the movie. Oh. He gets involved because he escapes like a prison transport. Oh. So now he is like already, he's already been uh, convicted and processed. So now, I think so. So now he's like a federal fugitive because he was already being sent to federal prison. That's right. Boom. He's supposed to be on death row. That's right. What? Yeah. That's right. I'm now remembering the kick ass escape scene in this movie. (laughs) It's like he's on like a truck or a train and it like crashes. Something like that. Yeah. I'm going to say train. It feels way bolder, but I'm saying it. There's a train. Great. I know there's a train. Hot bets. There are trains. And it's at night and there are lots of searchlights. I'm going to bet. That's full bet. There's a bus and a train. Whoa. What? Wait, the train hits the bus. 
<laughs> we'll see. Yeah, don't say anything, Beth. Wow. Oh, this must be so hard. Uh, just so our newer listeners understand, typically we don't know the movie very well at all. all Dan four explained of us. this at the beginning of the show. I know, but we have. Yes, it was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but sometimes when you do know the plot really well, it's hard to judge like when to side with the listener who is screaming at their uh, ear pods right now. Yes, we remember things, and then also to leave some room for the magic of watching the movie. I disagree. You don't never think we should hold back? Listener. No, <laughs> I never think we should ever take the side of the listener in the first half. Our job is to antagonize them. <laughs> Do we think, okay, we got a dead woman and a U.S. Marshal woman. They're yeah. not talking to each other. No, she's dead. But will two other women talk Ooh, to each other? Ooh, I hope so. Ooh, hot bet. I'm going to say hot bet. So Harrison Ford gets involved with lady doctors at some point where he's like escaping somewhere and there's a hospital, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, oh, he was at the hospital. Send the Jones team. And then maybe Dr. Lady who spoke with him is interviewed by Lady Fed. Wow. But then they might be talking about Harrison Ford. Shit. Almost certainly they are, right? Uh Uh-oh. I would say no. I don't think it does pass the Bechdel-Wallace test. Mm -hmm. Ugh. I'm going to give a optimistic yeah. yes because there is a gala at the end and maybe some ladies talk to each there other at the gala, gala like, oh, these canapes. <laughs> but do they have names? I don't know. Wow. Maybe they're wearing name tags. Yeah. Okay. At the gala. Counts. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> <You know>. counts. <laughs> they're named characters. They're names. Yeah, yeah, I guess we so. took the time named. to name them. Yeah. And let them talk to each other. Yeah. Oh, God. So I still think no. But I'm going to say yes to keep it spicy. Do we think there's anyone else in this movie that we'll recognize? We already know we'll recognize apparently all medical professionals in this movie. Yeah. Is there also, is there a song that we'll play that will be like, oh yeah, that was the oh. hit of that summer. Oh, I thought you meant like a Will Smith style, like well, title of. song. Yeah. The Fugitive. <laughs> Rocking through the train tracks. Something on the. This made a mess. The score for this movie is incredible. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Dick Williams? It's pretty thick. Is okay. this nice. by a famous director? Oh, great question. I, that I don't know. Wow. They didn't say that on the, t- on the TV. Sure. Is this like a De Palma or a... Oh, interesting. Something. That's a good guess. One of those dudes. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of those dude directors. I feel pretty confident a dude directed this. <laughs> sure. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Molly's bet a dude directed this. Nice. Dude director. Ooh. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Do, do we think we'll recognize the one-armed man? Yeah. Is he the same guy who was the antagonistic ghost? What? In Ghost? No way. Whoa. No. No. Beth says no. Button. Sorry. I'm <laughs> Just stop <laughs> moving your head. Go. Okay, I can't. No. <laughs> I'm going to bet it's Vincent D'Onofrio because why not? Oh, I feel like he's always the antagonist in movies of this era. Specifically Tommy Lee Jones's in- Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's going to be something like wild, like a Fines brother or something. I don't remember the guy's name, but the actor who plays, he's it. He was in Terminator 2. Wow. Um, and he Judgment was Day. also in Gremlins, where he plays like the twin. He's like the twin this is scientist. The no, no, no. Oh. This is the guy. This is the cop in the, oh. in the scene on the bus. Got it. Um, he's got like a mustache. Nice. We'll recognize him. Great. I okay. can't remember his name. Wilford Brimley. Oh. No. His photo is, this is last year, I went to a show at the University of Minnesota, their theater there, and his photo is hanging there because he, I guess, used to attend the University of Minnesota for acting. Sure. Local reference. Yeah. You graduate? (laughs) 
So is he the guy that's at the vending machine and you can see the zipper in the back of his head? For what movie is that? Yes. Uh, Terminator 2, yes. I think. Yes. Yes. Okay, great. I can totally picture him. Cool. A zipper in the back of his head? Well, What are yeah. you talking okay, about? Okay, so I Terminator 2. I zipper, but... Terminator can take the body and identity of people just sure. by touching them. Yeah. And so there's a, a police guy or somebody and he's at a vending machine yeah. and you see the Terminator two approach is like liquid on the ground or he's standing on anybody, whatever. And he takes over his body. But then when you watch the video in slow motion, you can see like, the zipper on the back of the actor's head. Why does he need a zipper on the back? Of his head? I don't know. Or something on the back of his head that indicates like, yeah, that he's not fully like, it's not like fully closed or something. Yeah. What's not fully closed. Whatever it is. That's helping do the special effects. Oh, 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 they didn't just give the same actor. This is a real thing. Twins. Like, it's a real thing. It's not like a thing, like a indication oh, yeah, that he's twins. the, no, no, it's just a, it's like a, they're twins. Uh, didn't we talk about this? Did we see the movie together? They're twins, but one of the twins was born with a zipper on the back. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Oh, but he is part of a twin set. What? In Gremlins, he's a twin. What? Yes. Yeah, they're the two signs. Gremlins 2, I think. Right? Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then Gremlin yes, 2. Yes, that makes sense. Yes, and then Gremlin the 2 yeah. comes into the lab. <laughs> Gremlin and, <two>. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I will do research on this twin situation. Please okay. do. And it's I will crucial. do research on explaining what it is that I'm trying to say. <laughs> I will say, if he's actually a twin, it's a bummer that his twins photo is not hanging up at, at Rarig. Oh. Wow. Well, maybe the twin didn't go there. Maybe they don't the twin have didn't go to the same school. Maybe the twin went to Juilliard. Yeah. Maybe they like maybe, razz each other all the time. Maybe the twin didn't even want to go into acting, but Joe Dante was just like, get your fucking brother on set. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> okay. Twin situation. I'm on it. Also, sorry, to the, sorry to our true fans that I did not use the appropriate Joe Dante yeah. voice. Yeah, wow. yeah, wow. Disappointing. What if you brought your brother on set for just one scene so it's like a crazy Frankenstein lab? Which one's got a zipper on his head? Get me zipper twins. Get me We're making it at Gremlins too. I need two actors that look the same. It's Gremlins too. That is airtight logic right there. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do a two and not have two people that look exactly the same? Get out of here. I'm walking. Joe Dante. Two Gremlins. Great. I feel like we've, we've covered everything. What, what what happens in the movie, do you think? Oh. He runs. He runs. He's running. Tommy Lee Jones runs after him. Wonder Man kills his wife. He goes to jail. He gets rescued from jail by a train. Yes. And then he's running around trying to solve the crime. He gets a bunch of clothes from a uh, someone experiencing homelessness who's washing windows. And he's oh, like, that's so specific. Yeah. Or someone, he's washing windows. He washes the windows from the good doctor who's the bad doctor. There's some window washing. Okay. Side okay. of the side that's of the a bold bet. That is side a bold of the bet. road window washing. Write that down. Um. Oh, like aggressive panhandling type yeah, yeah, of window yeah. washing? Got you. I see. I, I pictured like on the side of a skyscraper. He has to go to medical place yeah. because he needs to like get the files or something to yeah. figure out that the thing that he was going to expose is needs to be exposed to show that there was the 
they were trying to kill him, not his wife, maybe, because yeah. he was going to expose something. It's a drug. That's bad. The drug doesn't work after all. Corrupt. But it's going to get approved, and everybody's going to make money. Money. <laughs> it's the all about enemy. capitalism. Yeah. It's like, the, the, the samples were, there's going to be some line where Harris Ford is like, the samples were switched, or something <laughs> like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then he goes to the gala. Yeah. And he's got a monologue. <laughs> okay. That's in the John Mulaney special. Really, like, everyone knows this from the John Mulaney special. Which really made me laugh. <laughs> uh, but also stop supporting transphobic comedians, John. Mm. Oh. Um, and then there's there's some action outside in like fire escapes. Ooh. And Harrison Ford is being an action man and like punching bad doctor. Mm. Who's like backing up and being like, "Whoa, don't punch me!" And a helicopter comes. <laughs> wow! And it some there's a sniper. What? Yeah. Who's sniping? The helicopter. Who are they sniping? They want to snipe Harrison Ford because no. he's a criminal. No, he's a crimer. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> but he's not a crimer. Although he is a crimer once he escapes from yeah crimer bus, he yeah. becomes and a legit I mean, crimer. Sure, but I mean, legit is a that's a. Should he have been on the bus in the first place? I mean, any 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 legitimacy to crimers in sure, this sure, country sure. is probably worth investigating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I don't think this movie does. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> there's a whole section you forget about. Yeah, there's a whole section where like he and Tommy Lee Jones just like sit at a coffee shop discussing the carceral state. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Bad Doctor goes is now the real crimer, and Good Doctor is saved, but also his wife's still dead. Oof. So that's sad. Yeah. Sad. Maybe well, some ladies at the gala is like, ooh, yeah. slips her number. But he's got a nice house. Okay. Yeah. I remember that part. Yeah. Doctor house. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like big windows. You are obsessed with the windows of this movie. <laughs> yeah. They're the windows into, <laughs> into the soul. soul. <laughs> yes. And uh, credits. Yeah. yeah. I love and, it. I don't know. Whitney Houston or plays at the end i yep. feel like there is an iconic fugitive song okay yeah i can't wait to remember what it is this movie sounds good it sounds great molly yep how should we rate this great movie uh dr lady lady fed dr <laughs> lady lady fed yes okay the way as i said that out loud yeah the way i pictured that in my head was dr lady colon lady fed mm. oh wow so like this is maybe some sort of like cbs drama yes yeah yep absolutely dr lady Lady, Lady Fed, yes. So it was, she is a doctor. Like It was the original pitch for um, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. <laughs> I see. Uh, after they really watered it down because yeah. people were like, no one can be both a doctor and a federal agent. Mm. So they like overcorrected yeah, and they just made like her a prairie. <laughs> like prairie. Yeah, they're like a prairie doctor, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I guess she could do medicine before medicine was good. I see. So this was the original pitch that yes. turned into yes. Dr. Quinn Medicine. Yeah. Was Dr. Mm -hmm. Lady. Lady, lady, lady doctor. Lady fed. Dr. Doctor lady, lady, lady fed. fed. Is her last name Lady. She's Dr. Lady. And oh, she's, like Gracie Law in uh, yeah. Big Trouble? Yeah. Dr. Lady. Yeah. Dr. Lady, Lady Fit. Wait, so is she not actually a doctor? And she, her name is Dr. Lady and then she's a federal agent? She is both a doctor okay. and a federal agent. Thank you very much. What's and she has name? to explain it like in every episode. Oh. What's her first name? Lila. Lila Lady. Lila Lady. Agent Lady. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Lila Lady. Federal agent lady. Okay. 
it's so, so like, <laughs> is there a lot of comedy made out of, but like satirical comedy made mm-hmm. out of calling her agent lady and then being like, Hey, that's misogynistic. And mm-hmm. like, no, my name is lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'm it's a lady. like, I'm, excuse me, Dr. Agent lady. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This show yeah. sounds great. Yeah. It's, it's a shame good. that they uh, watered it down into, I, know. I assume a very successful long running series. Yeah. I mean, so she's kind of like a forensic situation where she goes, Oh, this is a murder. She uses her doctor skills. She, uses oh. doctor skills to solve crimes. Murder. she does, but she's also legit who you would see if you were feeling ill. So she has so, like a private practice on the side. No, she works at a hospital. When so does she's she an do, emergency medicine doctor. When does she do She's sets? an ER doctor and an FBI yes. agent. Wow. This is how remarkable this lady is. I suppose that's where a lot of the tension comes in, right? Yeah. Where it's like, hey, uh, we found the fugitive. And she's like, I'm in the middle of open heart surgery. Exactly. Wow. Agent wow. lady, you get your ass down here or we're... Put, the mayor's chewing my <laughs> ass. You were firing you from government. <laughs> and she has to like speed up her heart surgery. Yeah. yeah, she has to get all done. Ooh, and then sometimes she'll be performing surgery and realize that the person on the table is the very fugitive they were hunting down. Yeah, so wow. she just cuffs them. The doctor was she a woman. She cuffs them all in <laughs> yeah. She reads in their rights and cuffs them. <laughs> and I assume she has like a stay-at-home husband, dad, and there's like a little bit of social commentary there. I mean. And he's maybe a buffoon. Yeah, I mean he's he he holds it down. Um, the way she relaxes though mm. after is she's also a lounge singer. What? what? Wow! Wow! Yes. Triple threat. Agent yeah. Lady Lounge Singer. Yep. Lila the Lady. Does lounge she have singer. like a show name like that? That I mean, I'm assuming because she's a federal agent, she needs to like kind of hide Code. her identity. Yeah. 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 Lady Lila. She comes by. <laughs> <laughs> she goes by Lila. <laughs> Lady Lilac. 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 Lilac? Oh, yeah. like, like Lilac. the flower. Like the flower. Okay. Yeah. Lilac. 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 Listen, that's part of the reason they simplified it to Quinn. <laughs> they had this conversation. They had this conversation. It took it a long time to understand the pitch. Yeah. We can't budget. We can't budget in a hospital set, an FBI lab set, <laughs> and a lounge. Yeah. Well, that's like, um, what is that movie I'm thinking about where there's an agent who also plays like jazz clarinet? Is that hard boiled? I don't know. I'm the only one who's seen it. Uh, call call in with whatever movie I'm thinking about. That's like a cop action movie, but then has a scene with like in a jazz club. Six one two a zero eight nine. Put a I think it's hard boiled. The last four I'm gonna look that up. Maybe, but if you I do. remember, two dozen right. put. Here's a, here. How about this? I'll do this favor you, Dan. I still have your DVD of Hard Boiled yeah. that I still haven't watched. Yeah, I will watch it and let you know. Thank you. If the cop does jazz in that movie, yeah, I think it's a clarinet. That's my bet. Great, amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I feel like our pizza's gonna come oh, soon. Shit. Oh shit, Dan, you are first, uh, as we know. Yes, we and do expect. Know that. We've come to expect. So, Doctor Lady Lady Fed, how many? Of those, do you give it? I guess that's like, it's in syndication now. Okay, because it never got made. No, it's. I think it's like your the series order. Yeah. Right? Oh, like how gonna, many series are like you is it a Is it a pilot or is it like, oh yeah, we'll how do... How many seasons? I was going to say, we'll, we'll film five initially. Oh, okay. Sometimes they you. do that. There's a phrase, the phrase for that. I don't remember what it's called though. Mm, a limited... I don't know. Limited pilot, series. Put it, put to pilot something Pilot like and put it. Put it to do. Put it to do. Put <laughs> How to do pilot? How to do pilot? Okay, how many how to do pilots for uh, Doctor Lady? Uh, Lady, Lady Fed. Fed. Wow. 
I remember this. I think I saw this movie as an adult at some point wow. because it's one of those things. It was definitely one of those movies where my wife, no big deal. Wow. And I had a moment in our 20s. of just like, I remember liking this movie. We should watch this movie. And I feel like it held up. I think it's going to hold up. I like, I remember liking Tommy Lee Jones being Tommy Lee Jones, this movie. Beth seems to really like it. So I'm going to say four do pilots of Dr. Lady, Lady Fed, so that I have room to grow. Mm. Wow. Uh, Beth, you're next. This movie is great. Uh, it's not perfect, but it's really great, and I will watch it over and over and over again. Five. Wow. Uh, my name is Dan. I'm third. Uh, peek behind my curtain. I wanted to do a 90s action thriller in the vein of a Pelican Brief mm. or uh, Clear and Present Danger, and we decided on The Fugitive, which is also in that vein, but probably a better movie than any of the other ones. Well, I, I think was part of the of. issue is I don't know if I've seen either of those other movies you named. Yeah, or uh, what's the other Clancy one? Doesn't matter. Red, and, red White, and Blood. <laughs> I don't know. Um... But I like that kind of movie. Yeah. And I think this is like that kind of movie, but also just a good movie. Mm. And I watched a lot as a kid with my dad and my brother, Molly. Mm. My parents are divorced. <laughs> um, and loved it. So I'm excited. Five. Wow. Great. Molly, you are last, uh, but not least. No, thank you. Uh, I remember seeing this in the theaters and having a good time. And I remember watching it probably on TNT during their Movies for Men Who Love Movies phase. Oh, no, that was TBS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that. probably during that time. Wait, is that actually what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, wow. it went away. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the best thing TBS has ever done, but I do love all of my Turner networks. Um, you don't oh have to do that every time. I know, but I genuinely do love do them. Do they listen to the show? No, nobody listens to the show. Wow! <laughs> Big reveal! Oh, no! No, I have such a soft spot. And uh, peek behind my curtain and the curtain <laughs> so of the peeks. entertainment industry generally is that the head of Discovery is just slashing jobs at the former Turner Broadcasting in a way that hasn't happened in a long time. Wait, right now? Zaslav! Yeah. Especially Dazlov, yeah, and especially TCM, which is really painful. And my former mentor and boss was among those cuts. Oh, and wow. she sucks. is awesome. Like all of the people that they let go are. Does she listen to the show? Uh, no. Uh, but good. they were really, they're really a phenomenal group. And TCM has always been like such a steadfast, great producer. And they continue <sighs> to make classic movies relevant. And it's really cool. And you know what happened? You know what happened? What? Like, I forget. Like, a couple of men came in yes? and saved it. No, kind of. Yeah. yeah. What? Like, like Scorsese and Stevie Spiels. Yeah. We're like, you shouldn't, you know, don't you mess with TCM. And then they had a pally conversation. And we're like, don't worry, everybody. They still love classic movies. And I was like, no, they still gutted classic movies and they let go of incredible people. They reinstated the um, uh, head programmer, which is great. But like, I don't know, man. It just, it infuriates me. I'm super sad. And I have a huge love in my heart for all of those Turner channels. And I'm so sad about what's happening. How do you feel about this movie? The Fugitive. <laughs> the Fugitive. Um, I don't know. Let's give it four. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> and with that, we're going to press pause. Uh, go watch The Fugitive and we'll be right back. Uh, um,
Hello, everybody. This is the middle of the podcast, but not Yay. really. It's pretty early on compared to the rest <laughs> of the show. Spoiler alert for how much we can't shut up. Two-fifths. Sure. Yeah, my okay. probably. So thank you for making it this far. We hope <laughs> you make it further. But we just wanted to interrupt this programming to tell you about something called leaving a review. Wow. <laughs> what? Tell me more. Wow. If you really like listening to this show and yeah. you're like... You know what? Five stars, baby. Yeah. Write that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, there's probably a place to leave a review. Yeah, stop yeah. just saying it out loud on the bus to strangers. <laughs> or, or do that too. Do That's that fine. Too. I mean, feel free to do that as well. But we sure. won't know about it. We won't know about it unless, unless you record it and or, leave it on our phone line. Or one of us is on the bus. Yeah. Sure. We could be on your Wouldn't bus. Wouldn't that be wild? We could wow. be on your bus right now. <laughs> What's cool though about leaving a review, Beth? If you leave a review, we will read it on the podcast. <gasps> it must be a five star review. That's the only caveat. Uh, we actually have a review. Yes. yes. From it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, this is from Josh four eight two zero seven. Yes, awesome. yeah, uh, the best Josh. There, there is a title, but it is cut off, and I can't read <laughs> oh, what it, it says. Movie and ent. I'm guessing entertainment or entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. careful when you read this, Beth. <laughs> uh, Beth, what voice will you be reading this in? Oh yeah. Oh, um, the promise is an impression of. A character from the movie we just watched, or Nick Cage, or whatever we feel like. Or whatever you request. Or you can request. Unless we say no. Yeah. Wow. There's not a request on okay. here. So uh, I'm going to read it as Turbo Dog. Yes. Our wow. favorite character, Wait, what Turbo do you mean, Dog. As Turbo Dog. I mean, oh, it's me, Turbo <laughs> Dog. Oh, hey, Turbo Dog, where'd Beth go? I yeah. just thought that I would show up and uh, help you all out because you need some help. Oh, thanks, all right. I so guess. here's the review. <laughs> Dear Abby, oh. I, like so many other frustrated parents, am raising an unruly teen. <laughs> He's hot-blooded and hot-tempered. <laughs> You're a typical hot teen. No matter what I said, I just couldn't seem to reach him. Fortunately, I came across a podcast called Totes Recall. <laughs> and what I thought was going to be a movie and entertainment podcast yes. wound up being an audio support group for parents like me <laughs> struggling with taming hot teens. Ah. I was so moved by the way the host confronted and cooled down hot teens <laughs> with firm but fair life advice. <laughs> Their no-nonsense ability to rap with the kids gave me the tools and language to finally have a breakthrough in communicating with my son. Wow. It's been so life-changing that I want to spread the good word. Aww. I imagine if the years of conflict hadn't broken my spirit and marriage, <laughs> I would also oh, find no. this podcast hilarious as the host seemed to act boisterously and chortle between hot teen advice segments. <laughs> and that's for another quadrant of their audience oh. with whom I can no longer relate. <laughs> <laughs> Signed, Totes Taming Teens in Tallahassee. Oh. Turbo Dog, where is Beth? Ah, <laughs> uh, gotta go. Wait. Oh, no. Wow. Hey Beth, that was so fun. What a great review. Thank you. Thank you, Turbo Dog. Thank you, Josh48207. Is that right? I think so. Great. Yeah. 
feel pretty confident, actually. <laughs> oh my God, that sack of grain is moving in the corner. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Oh, wow. And now, back to the show. Um, 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 and we're back. We just watched two hours and ten minutes of wow. The Fugitive. Uh, which is mostly mustaches and running. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of mustaches. There's a lot of both of those things in <laughs> yeah. Chicago City. Chica- oh, lots of Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Green River. Yep. Uh, Hot the dogs. L, the mention of L trains. <laughs> yeah. the, the listing of other cities that might also have an L train. Yeah. <laughs> Improvisers doing roles. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but before we get too deep down. Deep dish. Deep, deep down the dish oh. is pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a thin crust did segment. To... Boo. Boo. Take it again. If the second half of our podcast is like a deep dish pizza, uh-huh. we start the second half with a little teaser, like a bagel bite. Do okay. you guys have bagel bites? Yeah. Yeah, sure. God, I was jealous the kids got bagel bites for lunch. Oh, I never had them oh, as kids, but I know what they are. I never had them at yeah. school. Yeah. So kids would come wrapped in foil. Like their wow. parents made hot bagel bites. Oh, right no, I never had that. Are you kidding? No, I'm serious. A Just hot meal from my parents during public school <laughs> lunch? Yeah. No. The, no. The lunch came from the school. How yeah. would it stay hot? Yeah. Let's wrap uh, in foil. Tin foil. I guess. But for well, and he's long. in California, so they just leave it out in the uh, sun. Uh, so, yeah, and those yeah. like outdoor anyway, lockers. This segment <laughs> is like the bagel bites. Of oh, God. Just say it's like the layer of sauce on top. Or 60 second summary yes. in which we summarize the movie we just watched in 60 seconds. Oh, come on, Dan. 60 You're doing seconds. So good. Exactly. Ah, the no movie laugh. is The Fugitive, is. as we all Thank know. You. A tradition that we have here at the podcast <laughs> is that I volunteer to do it, and so I will. Okay. Volunteer to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. Great. Sure. Great, do it. Here I go. Dan, please time me. I will. Give me one You have to start with, we open on... Mm. Go. We open on aggressive letters of the stars of (laughs) the movie, and then black and white wife murder. And also, Richard Kimball is Harrison Ford, and he's at a party at a gala. But his wife got murdered, and so the Chicago police are there, and they ask a bunch of questions and accuse him of murder, and they book him, and then he goes to jail. Uh, being transferred between jails, I guess. Seconds. Uh, train hits the bus. He's free, and now he's the fugitive. Ooh. Tommy Lee Jones is brought in, tries to get him, and they really are trying to get each other. <laughs> Harrison Ford's trying to find the one-armed man, and Tommy Lee Jones trying to find the fugitive. Harrison Ford. Ten seconds. Uh, in the end, uh, Harrison Ford uncovers a pharmaceutical-based plot <laughs> that is also responsible for his wife's death, and he gets the bad guy. And time, Tommy time, Jones. time, Jesus. Wow! Yeah, wow. very good. One hundred percent Utah. Hundred percent Utah. Thank you. Thank the you. Only just a couple tiny, tiny yeah, small, details. I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, one is he's been sentenced to death, so he has nothing to lose. Oh wow! Uh, two, before they get hit by a train, the bus is there's a an escape attempt yeah. made by uh, a couple of the other prisoners who are in cahoots. Yeah. There is shooting. <laughs> and some chaos, and then this bus rolls down the cliff, Oof. 
No fewer than 300 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It rules. The entire time I heard myself going, oh, gee. Yeah, you dropped a lot of oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, gee. Because it just goes and goes and goes. Yeah. What a, uh, yeah. Sorry. And it's just the first of the many things this dude survives. Yes. Uh, unharmed. Oh, and. Oh, but harmed, actually. Harmed. Yes. yes. Mildly harmed. Oh, yes. because they land on a train track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he lands on a train track. Everybody's trying to get their bearings. And no one will help him with a deputy who's been shot. Yeah. But he's a good man. He's a good man. He's a good man. man. So even we when the many times. bad deputy who played one of the bobs on Office Space yeah. mm-hmm. doesn't even help his friend. No. The fugitive does. And then it gets hit by a train. The bus. The not bus the gets hit by a train. Yeah. And maybe this is a good moment yeah. in time for me to admit to a huge gaffe that I made in the first half. Wow. A massive gaffe alert. A gaffe alert. <laughs> this is an announcement where we have to issue <laughs> a <laughs> rare, <laughs> rare Totes Recall correction. That's right. Where we said something, we declared something very confidently, and it was incorrect. Yes, yeah. we all feel very bad about it. Very yes. bad. This <laughs> never happens on this yes. show. So this police officer who is one of the bobs in mm-hmm. office space, his, yeah. his actual name is Richard Real, mm-hmm. And I incorrectly said that he was the person who played the twins in Gremlins 2 right. and the identical police officers. Who are named Don and Dan Stanton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those people are not the same at all. I don't know why in my head they that's who that was, but... They have a similar vibe. I mean, yeah. they both have... Incredible mustaches. Yeah. Well, and we spent they all three, I should say. We spent most of that scene thinking it was Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah, so right. like he's yeah. clearly just the kind of guy that you mush together with other yeah. character actors. I was correct that his picture is hanging at the University of oh. Minnesota because he, he went there okay. for his degree. Fantastic. The guy that's in this movie, the Bachelor Richard Real, the Bachelor okay. of Fine Arts at the University now of Minnesota. Everything's Ooh, coming together. That's yep. why there's only one. Yes, he doesn't have a twin. Yes, right. as far as we know. Ooh, oh. secret twin. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be wild well, so here, corrected i did some research on these twins and i was so sad to <laughs> which see twins are these these the are gremlin are, twins this not the in this gremlin movie <laughs> twi- well okay yes they're the gremlin twins okay. and they also were in terminator 2 were they both in terminator 2 yes okay because he turns to see himself because uh, t2 takes the form again <laughs> yes so just let it go it's but, <laughs> what okay <laughs> the movie is called Termit T2. The, Judgment Day. Yeah. Yes. And then he's the T- T-1000. 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 You've been referring to him as Terminator 2 this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Well, Terminator 2.0. I mean, he is the second he is Terminator the, that we know about. Technically, the Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2 is the second Terminator that we know oh, about. Oh, true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's the T3. T3. Oh, my goodness. T3, Rise of the Machines. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Anyway, so, and that is the one, I will find it, and I'll post it in Discord, the video showing how you can see a thing behind his head. I still don't understand why one of the twins needed a zipper. I thought they were looking at each other. No, I mean, I don't know. I'll find a video that says something like what I'm describing, but I'm pretty sure that that was the one that you could, maybe it was a different deputy, but no, I'm 99% sure. But what would the zipper be for? Because he's not like wearing. It's like a costume. Of what? But they're twins. No one's in a costume. Well, he's in a his... Patrick whatever costume. Is it Egger mm-hmm. suit? 
Eggersu. Okay, well, this is where the fact that this movie was interesting really came to bite me because typically what happens is I look all this stuff up during the movie, but I was distracted by the good movie. But it happens. If we can pause right now, I can find. No? Okay. No. All right. You'll just have to trust me then that something cool happens. Yeah. In The Fugitive, you're right. Oh, the okay. whole movie's cool. Yeah. Speaking of The Fugitive, which we have been the whole time <laughs> yes, up to yeah. now. As we do. Um, it came out in the year 1993, a mm. year none of us bet, but oh. I was the closest right. with All 94. Right. <laughs> oh, man. But you went over. I thought I was going to be the closest, but I didn't remember what anyone else did because I only pay attention to what I do. That's fair. <laughs> fair. Wow. It's fine that I went over. Price is right rules is for people who can't do math. Wow. That's my stance. That is my stance. Rude. Can we take a quick moment to talk about the escape scene somewhere? Yeah, Yeah. it's great. Mm -hmm. It goes on forever. Yeah, to the point where it sort of felt like there was such a, like the fact that it was not just like happenstance and there was like this very specific plan that these other convicts on the bus had clearly like thought out and like, figured out beforehand. I love that it sir it felt like Richard Kimball basically escapes just because he like accidentally got put into a different movie for like ten minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like the middle of a different movie and he just happened to be there. Yeah. And he Yeah. That part has Con Air vibes. Yes, to me. it does. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Because there's like he's like, oh man. he's like he did something to make himself fun with the mouth. To yeah, like, he puts, like, hey, he leans sick. over. So Not I'm assuming Dr. Kimball, a different convict. Yeah. Yes. Dr. Kimball is just sitting there uh, dead inside because he's going to forever but jail. But he sees something's going on. Yeah, he sees the eye contact between yeah. these he's convicts. Sm- he's very, very smart. Very smart, as we're mm-hmm. told. Yeah. Uh, and even smarter than it turns out the bad doctor who's <sighs> been doing all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's wild because he's like, he pretends to be sick and it's foaming at the mouth. And then he then uses his coughing fit to pull a shiv out of his sock, which he then yeah. uses to stab one of the guards, then just gets immediately killed by the other guard. Yeah. So that guy's, even though he was like crucial to the plan, does not see the results of it whatsoever. No. It was a risk, big risk. And then somehow the driver of the bus we're talking a van but it's a bus yeah mm-hmm. the driver of the bus also van? gets shot no when i said bus i said bus i think i said bus don't play bus yeah don't play bus did i say van no. i don't know molly's just thinking van thoughts <laughs> classic molly <laughs> yeah she's thinking about that warp tour <laughs> oh yeah less than jake that's summer vibes Goldfinger. yeah Honey. mustard some, plug. some other ones <laughs> It's so weird how I'm on a podcast where people misremember things. Yeah. Like 182. Sure. Oh, yeah. What was it, What were you saying? Something about the driver? The oh, driver so the gets driver brought away gets... in the struggle yeah, with the shotgun. Yeah, I'm just describing like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Like so much happens it in the first 10 action minutes. It is action yeah. It's wild how it is just like you see his wife get killed. You Brutally, see him by the go way. to court. Yeah. And then Which, it's just... This, this time is the first time that I have like been like, oh, that's amazing filmmaking. Because they're playing, they're showing the courtroom scene and they're playing like her making the phone call and then it cuts to actually her, like the scene of her making the phone call and it cuts back and forth. So they're like showing a flashback at the same time that they're showing the court scene. It's It's just very well done. And it gives you like the context that no one has. And that's why he gets put away. Yeah. Mm. Because she says on her 911 call, She's dying. So, she's like, but he's, the in words my, he's in the house. Say, he's trying to kill me. And then Richard, Richard. Yeah. Because she hears him on the steps. Yeah. Because he's coming home. What a mm-hmm. nightmare. Ugh. Ugh. 
so sad. It's very sad. It is very sad. It is brutal. That murder is so brutal. And it goes Mm. on and on. And he flashes back to it several times. There are a lot of disturbing dream sequences Mm -hmm. in this as well. Richard. Yeah. That's right. She warns him. Played by Celia Ward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't remember why you know who she is, but you do. I don't. I meant you, the listener. Oh, Oh. sure. She pops up and stuff. You know who she is. all the stuff. Yeah, there are so many actors in this movie who appear in all the things. Joey Pepperoni's in it. Joey Pepperoni, yeah. of course, playing a classic sidekick yeah. U.S. Marshal who comic is named relief. Cosmo Renfro. Yeah. <laughs> Wowie, wow, wow. And they they burned all the names on Cosmo Renfro because soon after we learn his name and are delighted at yeah. such a fun name, we get... On the PA in the hospital. We get the first of eight Richard Kimball sneaks into a hospital scene. Yeah, where there's both a Dr. Johnson and a Mr. Johnson, like, Patient. almost in the same yeah, scene. Yeah. It's wild. Like, it is amazing where it is. You can just tell someone's like, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the, some, the nurse is going to, like, why would the nurse not say the patient's name? we got to say the patient's name. Yeah, uh, Johnson. Johnson, whatever. And then, yeah, at some point they're like, oh, hospitals have PA systems. Someone's got to say something over the PA. Uh, I don't know. This is months later, I'm sure. (laughs) Dr. Johnson, whatever. Do you think the editors were like, those dummies put Johnsons in a row? Maybe. That's two Johnsons. Yeah, yeah, probably the editor was just like, like they they cut it together and they played it back. It's like, ah, shit. Ooh, maybe they're implicating Johnson and Johnson in a pharmaceutical (gasps) scheme. We are blowing the doors wide open. (laughs) Because that first, I think that first Johnson is probably more subtle than, because we, we always watch the movies with subtitles and so, or captions. And so we know we watch it with subtitles and it, so it showed us what the announcement said. That's true. I guess if you're in the theater, you might not Yeah. It just might be kind of ambient noise. That's subtle. Yeah. It's a takedown. So it is a subtle takedown. It's like subliminal messaging Mm -hmm. that we were all told to fear as children. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Wow, are Johnson and Johnson and SC Johnson Wax the same thing, or is it two different Johnson no companies? Idea. Probably, <laughs> probably the second one. Okay. Although Johnson and Johnson owns like half of Commerce, so okay. it's possible that they do own the other Johnson. Okay, yeah, or it is Johnson and Johnson owned by Unilever. Oh boy! Oh wow. Anyway, check out one of those terrifying visual aids on the internet but that shows you the six corporations Johnson that own everything. Johnson get sued for something, and then they spun Probably. off a bunch of their companies and bankrupted part of them. Is oh. that them? I mean, that sounds like every giant corporation ever. Yeah, yeah. so that may not be them. Just like Devlin McGregor, the Ooh. pharmaceutical oh, company yeah. monster. In. Devlin. 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 The details. The details. The McGregor. That were switched. Gregor, the cage fighter or whatever, (laughs) (laughs) who's probably a baby. We are all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Here's some bets. Okay. To get us back on track. Uh, I bet a glass globe would be a murder weapon. Yeah. And sort of. Some kind of of orb. Yeah. Yeah, There's like a heavy orb. Yeah. You know, a classic heavy orb that rich people have. Yeah. Yeah. They do. They do. Some stone to I had a friend in high school whose dad like... Got into some money playing the stocks. Okay. Uh, stonks. Stonks. Hold, holding, whatever. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. To the mood. Uh, and he, like, didn't, you could tell he, like, didn't know how to have money. Yeah. But, like, that was definitely, like, some cultural touchstone that he had, like, passively <laughs> observed because we went to his house at one point And, like, yeah, there was just, like, this massive, just, like, 
glass orb with a pattern on it on his coffee table served no purpose. Yeah. But he clearly was just like, oh, I need, I, I'm supposed to decorate the house. I'll get one of those orbs. <laughs> yeah. Like I need somebody to go here. Cause yeah. it's a giant house. Yeah. yeah. Was it one of those things where it's like, I'm wealthy enough to hire a decorator. And so then they just put random things throughout the, or who knows? was it like completely out of place? I, who, I honestly don't know. Okay. I, he was a fascinating man. Yeah. So there are, there's rich people. What's up with orbs? Yeah. What's up with the orbs? <laughs> call us or have your people call us. Yeah. <laughs> if you're rich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get on discord. <laughs> yeah. First of all, go to patreon.com slash Give yeah. us lots of money. Select the <laughs> highest tier that we Say you're allowed to do. Yeah, I, I think can't the highest remember. tier might only be for Michael Jordan. Shit. Is yeah. that still true? Yeah. Okay. Should we make an orb well, tier? <laughs> <laughs> orb money. Or, mean, orb money tier. We have lots of like, we have lots. Maybe the reason that Mackenzie Scott has not become a patron yet mm. is because we don't have a million dollar a month option. Yeah. Or gatekeeping. Gateskeeping. What? Oh. Like Bill Gates. Melinda yeah. Gates. I got Melinda it. Gates. Melinda keeping. French Gates. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So I'll see if I can make a, yeah, okay. a million dollar tier. Can we call there? it the orb money it'll tier? Be the orb tier. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, orb ahead. slash. Uh, Billionaire? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be, no, it'll just be the orb tier. Orb You'll tier. know They'll what it know. Rich people will know what they know. Yeah. They'll see orb and they'll be like, yes, Oh, yes. I love uses. orbs. I love throwing money at orbs. <laughs> Which option am I going to choose? Um, uh, there's an orb option. Absolutely. <laughs> Should... <laughs> Should we reward them with an orb? Yes, absolutely. A, re a re reward? Well, well, it'll be like, thank you for absorbing our debt. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll if find a fancy orb debt. for someone. Our listen, podcast debt. Yeah, listen. If they're giving us like at least a million a month, we can afford some custom orbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely yeah, get them sure. an orb. Yeah. No, we can't orb. ship it right away. No, give us a little bit of time. Yeah, we got to find yeah, a good yeah, orb guy. Got, that's right. <laughs> you think we have orb guys? No, we're not rich. That's no. the whole point. Yeah. We'll have to like figure out who the orb guys are. Yeah. yeah. Probably Roy Orbison. Oh. It'll be a good orb though. <laughs> yeah. Listen, this is a Totes Regal guarantee. It's going to be <laughs> such a good orb. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's the murder weapon used to kill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If someone breaks into your house, they could kill you with this orb. That's yes. our promise. Uh, That's what? our promise. This will be a dense orb. High quality skull crushing orb. No. With your name on it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, personalized. Okay. So it's three call It's branded. bespoke, right? Yeah. They love that shit. Yeah. That but also, please don't use our branded merchandise in a murder. No, no, no. Or no. any crime, really. No. It would be understated, Other than though. the crime that you, you committed to become a billionaire. Yes, of course. Orb, <laughs> and other rich people would know that's a million dollar orb, right? Uh -huh. But everyone else would think, oh, it looks like a regular orb. Maybe I got it CB2. That's the whole thing. It's the low key. I see. I see. That's what's yeah. in fashion right now. Okay. Secret According stuff. to the yeah. publicist for Succession, uh -huh. who got an article to that effect in every major publication on earth. I'm telling you, there's a, there is a legitimate trend around like rich people wear like Gwyneth Paltrow wearing outfits that are insanely expensive, oh, yeah, but that look, look kind of like, yeah, normal. Totally. And... The, whoever the publicist is for Succession, the TV show on a famous streaming service, like honestly deserves a huge raise because I read that same article <laughs> in like five different publications. Wow. Like the New York Times, the Washington Post, Listen. Vogue magazine. Like it showed up in our local paper. Listen, they Kendall, got full saturation. Kendall had good fits. 
Yeah. yeah. They had to publicize it. Exactly. It was incredible. Speaking of actors. Yes, uh-huh. there you go. In Bring succession, us back. None of them are in the movie The Fugitive as far as I know. Ooh. Ooh, but you know who is? Ooh. Uh, oh, gosh. What's the guy's name? Tom. Harrison Tommy. Ford. No, Tommy Tom, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, the second build. Y'all, <laughs> did you know that his parents, his dad. No. Mr. Lee and Mrs. Jones. Cowboy. Oh, what? His mom. Okay. Was a teacher, a beauty shop owner, and a police officer. Wow. Yes. Triple threat. Triple Triple threat. threat. So she really is the lady, doctor lady, lady, lady fed. Teacher lady, lady fed. Teacher lady, teacher beauty lady, lady (laughs) deputy. Yeah, that. Definitely. (laughs) Now, when you say his dad is a real cowboy. Well, like there are cowboys. But I mean, like, did he? He's like a rancher. Did he own a ranch or did he work on a ranch? I think he worked on a ranch as a cowboy. Okay. He's credited as a cowboy. Great. Like in life, though. <laughs> life. life credited as a cowboy. And then on his Tommy Lee Jones yes. went to Harvard, which I totally forgot. Huh. But his roommate was Al Gore. Huh. Oh. Who he introduced at the Democratic convention. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Weird. And yeah. So Tommy Lee Jones, like, was pretty famous for a really long time but yes this is the movie that catapulted him and he won an oscar for Wait, best which supporting convention actor did he introduce gore at? democratic convention which one um like is this post fugitive convention like when he's running for president yeah because gore ran for president after clinton right and that was that was from I mean, 2004 yeah, yeah. 2000 2000, 2000 yeah yes. in 2000 yeah so post fugitive, <laughs> okay. Pre Men in Black, okay. I don't know because if he'd Black known Gore for that long, maybe he was like, "Your next vice president, I'm Tommy Lee Jones. It's 1990, whatever." Oh yeah, no, he was famous, but not Men in Black famous. Not Wait, when was Democratic Convention famous? Wasn't it 2002? Who did 98. He, no way was it did that Did any late. of us actually look this up? No. no. I did, and I forgot. What are we talking about? Well, the anyway, fugitive. he for Tommy sure. Tommy Lee Jones. The Fugitive was movie. his breakout, like, massive Oh, hit. yeah. He, I don't care, his way into all of our hearts. Yes. Men in Black he, came out in 97. Boom. 97. The second one was 2002. That's Can that's we take is. a moment. To talk about The Fugitive? Yes. <laughs> yes. Can we take a moment to appreciate the one, at least one person in America who, when they went to see this in the theater, this is the early 90s. Motley Crue has had their moment. Okay. <laughs> there are some dudes who are still super into Motley Crue in 1993. Mm-hmm. Was it three? Uh-huh. Three. Can we give just a moment for that least one guy in the theater who saw Tommy <laughs> Lee show up in gigantic dramatic letters <laughs> oh, and sure. go, yes! <laughs> and then it switched to Joan. He's like, oh. oh. oh wow. What a big surprise. Because, yeah, the credits had this weird thing where they were just like, here is a startling reveal of the first name of the actor. Yeah. Now here is their last name, separate. I mean, and one might say I had the TV turned up way too loud. <laughs> yeah. But it's it, like, it was like, it was like a percussion, but it honestly sounded like a shot. There was, was so oh, much yeah. percussion. Oh. Yeah. If you remember the opening music from NYPD Blue, you have some sense of the intensity of percussion. Okay. Of this movie. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of toms. So much. It's so good. The, yeah. yeah. The score of this movie is so good. Lee Jones is not the only Tom in this movie. Ah. Wow. James Newton Howard is the composer it's for this movie. great. It's great. The soundtrack is great. It like drives. It raises the tension. There's sax solos. The sex, Come yeah. on. It's like a little sexy sometimes. Yeah, it is. Sometimes weirdly sexy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first 
night of Richard Kimball's escape, he beds down in a forest yes. under a blanket of leaves yes. mm-hmm. and has a sexy dream about his wife. Intercut with him giving his wife CPR. Yeah. It was actually yeah. very effective. Very it's effective. Yeah. He misses her. He's traumatized. And then he's traumatized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah There's poor plenty guy. of trauma to go around. But he makes it to Chicago. Chicago. And there is a lot of window washing and window <laughs> work in this movie, yeah, as I predicted. So. He true. is not the uh, the man trying to wash windows. No. He appears immediately after. Yes. Um, in, a, in a little, what do you call it, bait and switch. Yeah, I wonder if he like made a deal with that guy. I was just like, hey, listen, I'm going to ask this guy for money and he will have money on him. I will give you some of this money if you stop him and wash his windshield. Yeah. Yeah. So he stops uh, Dr. Nichols, who's mm-hmm. his friend. Or is he? But he's not. He's the bad doctor, it mm-hmm. turns out. We know he's bad because he has a vague European vague accent. European yeah. accent. <laughs> oh, his IMDb profile does have him in a Nazi uniform. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. He's okay. from the Netherlands. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Which means he definitely was forced to play a Nazi at some point in his <laughs> acting career. Yeah. Yeah. And we should clarify that's not the photo he chose as like his biopic. I mean, who knows? I don't know how that works. I don't either. I think Bezos picks them all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every single one? Yeah. Wow. I guess he's got time on his hands. Yeah. What else is he doing? I don't know. Nothing. Just building dick rockets. Jacking off in his <laughs> space dong. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to save the world by putting a space station that looks like a dick in the <laughs> sky. Mackenzie, there's an orb level. Just yeah. say oh, yeah. This could be this. the entire podcast. If you go orb level of Mackenzie Scott, this will be the entire show. Yeah. Yeah, that gets us there. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does. And then there's more, even more window work when he, he's a, he's a clever dude. He's very clever. When he's got to go hack into the mainframe of prosthetics. (laughs) Yes. Um, the medical database of Cook County, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. He goes, pretends to be a custodial worker. Yep. And, uh, smart. Cleans the blinds. Show so like I gotta clean the blinds and she's goes like into okay the computer office and pretends to clean the blinds while yes. hacking. He closes the blinds to cover up his hacking and then just sort of like perfunctorily he bats <laughs> at the blinds with a broom every once in a while while printing out this stuff. It's great. It's I, great. I love the this movie is so good with being kind of it's like a fun, exciting movie and the the bus and train is is explosive and eye-catching but most of the movie is like clever interplay like of figuring it out doing the cat and mouse where is he i'm on the roof i got a walkie-talkie and he's just like i love the clever sleuthing that richard kimball goes through like it's none of it's very obvious he's not like like, grabbing someone by the collar be like tell me about the files yeah he's like (laughs) getting files he's doing research i don't know i i like it i did too does it does it for me Mm -hmm. he's looking at atlases of prosthetic limbs Mm mm-hmm Smart guy. Just confusing the hell out of these U.S. Marshals. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he sticking around Chicago and hanging out in hospitals? Speaking of uh, confusing the U.S. Marshals, I loved every single time Tommy Lee Jones was just like flustered by anything. Like Mm -hmm. there was, I feel like there were multiple scenes where he just like threw his arms up there just went over like, ugh, and then they cut to something else. And that's how they'd end so many scenes with the U.S. Marshals. Yeah. Yeah, they play. He played like a like a rugged marshal with a heart of gold, mm, heart of bronze, maybe heart of like yeah. something. I mean, there's that he's scene pretty where when they 
in the scene where they catch the other fugitives, yes. mm-hmm. that is not his best time. I mean, they that's like that scene makes it clear, like, oh, he is not necessarily like a the, good. No, guy. he's not. A, you're not cheering for yeah. him. Yeah, because not only does he end up shooting that guy, yes. he treats the woman that he's staying with like oh. garbage yeah. mm-hmm. tells her to shut up and obviously that's like a traumatic moment like in her he life just murdered her friend and then he treats his his fellow uh marshal horribly you talking about cosmo renfro or no, no. the the oh, young hair oh, sure. yeah, i can't remember his name but he he's like my ears i can't hear anything i'm out of my ear you shouldn't have done that you could have shot me and then he just like creepily whispers in his yeah. ear to like, show him that his ear is fine i yeah. don't Bargain. He doesn't bargain. Yeah. He takes care of his team. Yeah. But he doesn't bargain. And yeah, you know he doesn't bargain. I don't know he's taking care of his team. He did just like, I mean, he could have killed that guy. But yeah. He didn't. Because he doesn't bargain. He's that good. He's well, that good. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> he's <laughs> pretty reckless. <laughs> Shoot him. But then they show like he how reckless, for sure. eager this like long haired dude is. And then when Tommy Lee Jones shows the slightest modicum of, and make sure they don't tease you about your ponytail or whatever. He's like, uh, okay, thanks, Dad. Yeah. So they all yeah. respect Deputy Samuel Gerard. And how could you not? There is two Tommy Lee Jones' credit. Like, literally, this first scene he is in, like, he steps out of that car and he has taken over the movie. Yeah. Like, it's no wonder mm-hmm. people loved him in this movie because, like, he immediately just, like, takes control of the film as yeah. soon as he steps out he of that does. car. Yeah. It's I'm amazing. I'm surprised he won the statue. Did he win a statue for this? Yes. That's what Molly said. Yeah. Ah, good for him. Yeah. Good for I him. I don't know who he beat out, but he won. The other people that are in this movie are Jane Lynch. Yes. Yes. As we knew. Kath. Kath. Oh, man. Does a great job. What she? She's like, a, she's just another scientist doctor. She's a pathologist, doctor. I think. Yeah, she's a pathologist. Just like him. Or just like. And she's super cool. Not like him. But it is so wild to see her play a character that's not doesn't seem as rooted in her own personality as we've come to yeah. imagine we like know a, her. Like a very just vanilla medical person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with like really weirdly quaffed hair. I don't know, not weirdly quaffed weird for, for 93. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, just, you know. As we know her, it's weird to mm-hmm. see her with like, yeah, this very typical voluminous 93 hair. Yes. <laughs> she does great. She Julianne does great. Moore is... Great. Random ER doctor. Who takes no guff That's right. from this fake custodian who, okay, happens to save a child's life. Yeah, because he's a good man. Good man. Even though he's on the run, he saves a child. He even tells when he accidentally <laughs> opens the ambulance that has the prison guard that he saved from the train. He makes sure to tell them where his injury is. And the guy's like, how do you see? No, you just from seeing his face. Yeah. Because he's a good man. Good man, good doctor. Good doctor, bad. What did Molly say? Bad murderer? Yeah. <laughs> in that in that he is bad at murdering <laughs> yeah. people? Yeah. As far as we know. Sure. He doesn't murder anyone in the I movie. I mean, he can pack a punch. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a slugger. There is, yeah. When you realize that good friend doctor is actually not friend bad doctor, <laughs> there is a doctor fight. And it is, like, pretty intense for ostensibly, like, two... I don't know, middle-aged medical doctor. What, play squash on the weekend? Although when Harrison's fixing himself up, we yeah. know he's pretty ripped. He's pretty shredded. A little uh, something for the... A little taste of the cheeks. <laughs> yeah. you, get a little, you, know you get a little hip, you get a little... A little curvature a little of the... I mean, it's sure, not like it's the worst part wound. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's in good shape is what we're saying. He's in good shape. It is true. He like he like um, pulls back whatever he had to like... Uh, 
cauterize the wound. Is that what the yeah, word would be? It would be cauterizing. Yeah, because he's not like burning it or anything. To but, like, stop the wound from bleeding. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ew, that's gross. And then it does like a wider pan. And, <laughs> and you're like, like oh, okay. that's so gross. That's, so gross. <laughs> that's still gross, but hey. Yeah. Harrison Ford's good in this movie. Yeah. He's like always good. Never yeah. Great. What? Hush your mouth. I think we've had this I conversation before. I think he's great in this movie. But he's like, I don't know. He's just like very charismatic mm-hmm. and can, Speak he's got star truth. power. It's fine. He's charismatic and he can say lines like you believe he's actually saying them yeah. as yeah. a character. Yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you the story from uh, Air Force One? You can believe that he uh, hit another doctor in the nads. Yeah. Yeah. You can. He also looks like my uncle. What? Really? Really? Not, he doesn't have uncle energy like no. um, Kurt Russell. Right. But he reminds me of my actual uncle. Interesting. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Hmm. Well. <laughs> What's the number? Uh, no, but so uh, Harrison Ford was in a movie in the screen. Uh, it was the it was the airplane one. Get off my plane. Yeah. Air Force, Air Force One. one. Yeah. And the screenwriter was on set. And Harrison Ford kind of wandered over and said, hey, I just want to tell you this monologue is great. Uh, I'm not going to say half of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I can accomplish this with a look. So we're just going to skip that part. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And he did. The man knows how to react yep. to things with his face. Oh, I appreciate the person Harrison Ford, how much of a grump he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw some, I don't know, some interview with him about how he, he get the pay is for him to do the press tour. Like he'd do the acting for free. They pay me. Oh. So I'll go to the press tour. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds about be right. yeah, that sounds all right. And I was I like, oh, he's like an artist. Okay. Arsenio Hall one time, and he was a super grump. Poor Arsenio was working so hard. <laughs> and he was just like, listen, man, I gotta, I'll gotta, i sit on your sofa or on the floor or whatever. Yeah. We both just got to get through the next four and a half minutes. I feel like he's like, he's. I feel like he's become more tolerant in the last few years. Like, I think now he's like so into his like, who gives a fuck older age. He cried at Con. Oh. At where? Can? Can 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 It's just Can It's gone. <laughs> I have no idea. The the Con Film Festival. Yeah. Can 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 Cans Cans. Anyway, they did a beautiful tribute, and he got a standing ovation, and it was you know because he did the last Indiana Jones movie. And Synergy, go check out Indiana Jones and the Dial of Dust on with Phoebe Schwallerbridge. Bag. Yeah, oh, she's really? Great. Yeah, and uh, uh, what's that uh, terrifying? I don't know. Uh, Scandinavian dude, Danish dude. Fuck. Which one? I don't know. I know. <laughs> yeah. From uh, Game of Thrones? No. Oh, he's Norwegian. I don't think he's Norwegian. I think he's Danish. Oh. He's in stuff. You'd recognize him. Torment. That's what I'm thinking of. Well, Mar- Mar- yes, Mar- that guy. Mars. 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 Oh, Mad. Mar- Mads Mikkelsen. Yes. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Yeah, oh. That's what's important. Anyway, he's a Nazi. Oh. Check it out. Not oh, in, 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 oh, in, oh, not in oh, real Oh, my life. God. I hope not. Oh, jeez. Scandinavians, though. He Oof. was in that. What? Uh, Sometimes. James Bond thing. Yeah, he was the eye bleeder the who, from yeah, the James Bond movies. blood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Isn't he like uh, Hannibal? Yeah, he Correct. plays. He, he's a good. He he's plays great. a good villain. Yeah, I saw him in a non-villain movie, and he was also good in that. He's wow. a, he's he played a, a teacher. Aww. I can't remember the name of it. Is, Swedish teacher. Uh, teacher. It's something about like these teachers, and they realize that if they they can 
drink like a low amount of alcohol a day that they just are buzzed all day. And so that's their experiment. <laughs> and then things go wrong. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a pretty good movie. Wow. Great. Check fun. out that movie. Yeah. Another round. <laughs> Another round. Another I round. believe is what it was called. Oh, I saw the poster for that. It looks fun. <laughs> So anyway, Synergy, whoever, whoever owns those movies, please send us money. Staying <laughs> laser focused. I'm hey, sorry, Dan. If you don't think this is a movie podcast, we talk about <laughs> lots of movies. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, speaking of other things that we like to talk about, vests. Ooh, oh, baby. Yes. TLJ's vest game is on fleek. <laughs> Do we still say that? No. No, that Did is ever? gone. That's all the eyebrows. Anyway, he's got red puffer vest Ugh. early when they're out draining the swamp. No. No. Uh, river. River. Bed thing. Dam. Looking in the river. Yeah. What? <laughs> What'd you say? Looking at the river? The dam drain. <laughs> Looking at the river. Looking at the river. <laughs> Looking at the river. <laughs> favorite Creed song. Yeah. Yeah, he's got this incredible, uh, I am a uh, uh, Generation X CEO puffer vest on. <laughs> yeah. And then later, when they're back in the office, he has sweater vest. same color yeah. yes. sweater vest. Yeah. And jeans. Oh, amazing. Yeah. You can take the U.S. Marshal out of the corporate office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then long hair <laughs> Marshall has yeah. a green puffer vest nice, later in nice. it. Yeah. Ooh, and then uh, when in their first in when the Marshalls first show up, Joey Pepperoni's got this incredible sweater on. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, yeah. You know, I always maybe I've said this before, but I always appreciate a movie with sensible coats, and this has it. <laughs> uh-huh. Doctor Richard Kimball, when he's just schlubbing around Chicago, he's got hoodie. Yep. And like a longer. It's a light coat. It's not too cold, but it is light coat weather. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's March. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a good coat. He's mm-hmm. got a good coat. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it's a 1993 movie because his hood is not up at any point and collars are still up left and right. I see. That's true. He's popping his jacket collar all the time. Mm-hmm. Popping that collar. Popping it. Yeah. Remember when the youths were wearing multiple polo shirts on top of each other? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? That was the 80s. Really? In the it 2000s. came back, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? It came back shirts? in the 2000s? Yeah, they'd wear like one polo and then put another polo over top and like one would have a pop collar. Like Steve Bannon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. He does he do that? He does polo. that with like button-down shirts. Oh. It's weird. Mm, yeah. It's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot to process. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize they were wearing multiple polo shirts. To check out my high school yearbook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that bugged me. The other thing that bugged me was when. Yeah, what else about the young people bugged you? <laughs> you know when it was cool to wear a t-shirt over a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I kind of like that too. But then they started making it at one, as one piece, oh, like yep. a t-shirt with sleeves yep. attached. Yeah. yeah. I never get that because if you want to layer, then layer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I never like it when there's like a someone comes up with a fun combination and then they then capitalism happens yeah <laughs> i will say this one thing my child's my young child's clothes we got sent a huge batch of clothes from the early 2000s okay. that fit my young child and it's all retro to like the 90s and there are all of these shirts that are like the layered look but sewn together and mm. it is so cute <laughs> I'm just saying, if you can get your hands on some vintage 2000s child oh, clothes. that made me sick. <laughs> wow. Vintage 2000s. 
23 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I know That's, that, but 2000... I think this is true for a lot of us. 2000 is yesterday, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We're every, 35. Yeah, exactly. Classic. Another person who was 35 at some point was Dave Pesquese, famous nice. Chicago improviser. TG and Dave. Oh. He's in this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. As reporter, reporter who yeah. asks a long question. Yeah. Doesn't Nailed get an it. answer. Do you think he improvised that question? No. No. You know, he and uh, TJ... We're on. What's his last name? Jagodowski. Jagodowski. We're on a very special episode of Chicago Fire. Okay. Yeah. As two misfit uh, EMT employees. No, not employees. EMT. EMTs? Yeah, EMTs. Uh Yeah. And uh, it was super fun, but it's wild to watch people who are used to being on stage be on television. Mm. Yeah. Because it's a fine line. Yeah. Dave Pesquese's in Veep as well. Yeah, he's, oh. he's very funny in Wild that. in Veep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would watch that show to see him. He's the yeah. shitty... show's pretty funny. Yeah. Her ex-husband. Yeah. That stars yeah. a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. does. So, you know, keep that in mind. And I just want to be clear. Out. They're very funny, and they were put in there as comic relief. They're great. The EMTs? The EMTs. They're supposed to be funny? In this particular situation. Are they like fumbling around with like uh, syringes and no like they're just they're real the... negative nellies and they're bringing down uh a firehouse I see. Okay. firehouse 51 is a family and they're kind of bringing it down <laughs> check out chicago fire on <laughs> streaming service okay are there any... about tv too <laughs> are there any women in that show it's gotta be at least one there's there are <laughs> multiple women. women okay speaking of women yeah <laughs> This movie did not pass the Bechdel no. test, no. as far as I can oh, tell. Not even close. And there were opportunities. So many solid characters played by women in yeah, this movie. Yeah, they're just all interacting with him or with Tommy Lee or with Jones. Do deputies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dep- El Scott Caldwell. Did I ever talk about El Scott Caldwell? No. 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 Plays, she ruled though. Uh, assistant deputy Aaron Poole. Oh, she does rule. Yeah. She's you, the one that great. like hands the jurisdiction documents to the sheriff and mm-hmm. does it in like a very smarmy way. Yes. yes. Delightful. The one woman on the yes. U.S. Marshals. Correct. Yes. Yeah, she doesn't get to do enough questioning. She that could have happened and yeah, it would have... She could have questioned passed, a woman. Yeah. yeah. They would have been asking about Kimball. Well, and like, how's your day also? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and how's your day also? Do you want coffee do you in want an aggressive way? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but Jenkins yeah. has an entire crate of hot dogs. This actually happens in the movie. <laughs> do you want a hot dog? That could have happened. Yeah. Coulda. Uh, but she's great and she's in everything. Hit me. I can't. Oh. My brain flooded with how many hit TV shows and okay. movies she's been in. Okay. But this was one of her bigger roles I in see. film. But she started, she's been on Broadway and all kinds of things. Nice. She's mostly a theater actress oh. who also does a lot of TV and film. Nice. But if you see her, you'll be like, oh, yeah. She, and she probably played a doctor or a therapist. Huh. Got that kind of gravitas to her. Anyway. Speaking of people who are professionals. Okay. Who have gravitas. Yes. Can we talk about the most Chicago policemen in the world in this movie? Oh, yes. They're amazing. We got two detectives who led up the Kimball murder case. Yeah. Uh, One guy with a sloppy tie. And one guy with a mustache and, like, blue blockers on? Yeah. Yeah, and at some point he has, like, an absurd, like, felt cap on. Yeah. yeah. But they are, like, they are, if you heard, if you just thought stuff Chicago cop, they nail it. They do look like the 
guys in the in the bear sketch from SNL. <laughs> like, yeah. aren't they all wearing blue blockers and I think have so, mustaches? Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least yeah. two of them are. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. It's incredible. We've got Kimball trapped up in the yeah. Hilton. <laughs> He's a cop killer. Get him. Yeah. You're not getting in there. This is our jurisdiction. Yeah. Hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Our hot dogs. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and just public service announcement. When you talk to the police and you don't have your lawyer present. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that you can talk to them for 12 hours. And if during that time, when you have proclaimed your innocence and explained how you're innocent, if at one point they say, yeah, we had an argument one time, they can take that one line, yeah, we had an argument one time, and present it as the only evidence in court. So there's a reason that people say, even if you are 100% innocent, which we all are, I'm sure all of our listeners are 100% innocent. And even if you're not, that's fine. Well, you know, we're not here to judge, and also we don't understand anything that's going on out there. Um, <laughs> we don't know your situation. Sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you really, your instinct is you want to help, but just know that, like, literally every word you say can be taken completely yeah. out of context. They're not there to help you. No. Yeah. <laughs> Hope they don't use this later. <laughs> yeah. Check out, uh, there's some video of these two lawyers, I can't remember what city they work in, but they have, Chicago? they have. I don't know, but they have a video Let's that is specifically Chicago. celebrating Shut the Fuck Up Friday, which is basically just them telling you how to behave around cops. Oh. I have a lawyer friend who was like, okay, well, do you know what time it is? And I was like, yeah, it's 3.58. And she's like, no. The answer to that question is yes. Do you know what time it is? It's a yes or no question. Mm-hmm. It's not a provide information question. Oh. And it like blew my mind a little. Wow. Tricky. Yep. Speaking of... uh Tricky. Yeah. Wow. We are so good at this. There were so much action scenes. <laughs> there were so much Must action have been scenes. so tricky to coordinate that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There was a lot of running and a lot of stairs. Yes. And I honestly, at a couple of moments, thought these actors must be exhausted. Yeah. Because yeah, how many times do they have to shoot those scenes? Right. You know? Running down the stairs? Oh, that would make my knees really. Yeah. There's a time when Harrison Ford runs and he collapses against a tree where I thought, that looks pretty real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that that was like the 12th take of him running up that slope. (laughs) They're finally like, we bought it. We bought it that time, Harrison. Thank you. We got it. Also, Langley finally got the lights right. Didn't you, Langley? Sorry. (laughs) Or whatever his name is. Eating this Polish sausage. (laughs) (laughs) I got some mustard on the camera. I don't know. That's terrible. And I don't even... That's classic I guess I'm never going to work in Chicago. I'm never going to work in Chicago. I'll never work in film. Wow. We wondered if uh, it would be a dude rector that we recognized. Mm. I did not. I didn't either. Andrew mm-hmm. Davis. Yep. yep. Good for him. Sure. Great job. Great job. It's a banger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know what else he's done. Yeah. The one-armed <laughs> man was not Vincent D'Onofrio, no. nor the grumpy ghost from Ghost. He crushed no. it, though. It was great. Sykes. Sykes. It has a similar vibe. Yeah, I don't know why, but... Yeah, he has a similar but... vibe to the ghost from Ghost. Yeah. Just because they're both kind of grumpy. Well, like, I feel like they're both kind of like, they black got hair. like skinny heads and black hair and they're kind of like, oh, I look exhausted all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, when he, appears, his role later in the movie becomes to go kill Dr. Richard Kimball. Yes. Who uh, he was trying to kill in the first place. I guess we he was. Yeah, yeah. So that's his role the whole time. Yeah. But 
Uh, oh, this guy is one of my MVPs, oh, by the yes. way. So Kimball is on the L, which <laughs> every <laughs> every Chicago movie talks about the L and I get it. It's everywhere. But also like, I feel like this is, didn't they do this in sneakers too, where it's everybody like can hear the L and knows what the L sounds like. Well, and I, I didn't like- realize Beth that you can just take some audio oh, yeah. and just like separate it out, you know? Yeah. You can like, just, you know, if there's a speaker, you just kind of identify that speaker and turn everything <laughs> else off. Beth, yeah. There were at least two dozen switches on that machine. Clearly yeah. every switch was for one sound. I mean, yeah. as far as I know, and people can correct me if I'm wrong on discord, right? They can send sure. it. Beth, you're wrong, but I'm but pretty like, sure you can just turn I mean, in you a can, chill way. If you're like, okay, this is a low frequency. You can turn down all the high frequencies and yeah. kind of isolate things that way, sure. but you can't just like be like, here is the voices. I here are the yeah. voices out isolated on an on a reel to reel recorded off of a public tele- yeah. Yeah. telephone. Unless they each were like we do recorded on an individual track. Maybe, maybe. I mean, who knows? Maybe the Chicago uh, telephone system is like very elaborate. Yeah, yeah. And we just don't know. So yeah, I think you're probably just not typing enough because mm-hmm. what I hear them say is like oh. you know single out that one sound and yeah. so he just types for a while, right? Yeah, and then you you get the sound right. separated. Right. Yep. Okay, so I should type more. Yeah. Type okay. More. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I will. So they're on the L. Kibble's going somewhere. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but he sits. It very to- much matters. <laughs> <laughs> He's going not to confront for, the guy not who. For what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, sits down across from a guy. Read the oh. paper front. Front page news, Dr. Richard Kimball at large, yep. murder doctor. Yep. Um, and the guy like is just reading his paper, glances through, turns it over. Yeah, he's like, oh, how the cubby's doing? Yeah. I'm just checking the other sections. Just the way he looks at the paper, oh. then looks back at Kimball, and then slowly gets up, <laughs> and, like obviously yes. like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, yeah. oh, fuck, murder doctor. Right. He, that guy crushes. Well, and it's so good, like the way that scene is set up is so good because it's like it's already created a point of tension for Harrison Ford's character. It's like, oh shit, there's a cop in the next car. Like, that guy's going to tell the cop. Yeah. So you're following, the camera's just following the guy going to the next chain to talk to the car, but then suddenly Sykes, the one-armed murder man, just steps into frame. He's yes. only been on the train car the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. That cop is also an improviser. Which oh. Neil Flynn, he was on Scrubs. The cop on the train? Yeah. Who got killed? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Good job, Neil. Wait, who's Neil Flynn? The janitor? Yeah. That's oh. oh, yeah. Was he? I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That's oh, wow. great. Good yeah. job, everybody. Good job, Chicago character actors from the 90s, yeah. apparently. Get that money. Yep. Good job there, agents. Yeah, he's like a vampire Sykes. He just comes out of nowhere. Oh, terrifying. Yeah. And they have a cool train fight. Yeah, or yeah. even before where he's like at the hospital, he just like emerges from the shadows. Yeah, where <laughs> yes. is he? He's like on the ceiling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the like just a scene who's like on the phone, like, I don't know where he is. I can't find him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I see him right now. <laughs> I marked him. I mean, the luck there was yeah. incredible. And he makes, uh, Coming he, out of an alley. You can tell he's a pro, though, because he makes it sound like that he like, he did something. Yeah. Like, yeah. my skills yeah. marked him. But like, it's literally like Harrison Ford practically like has his hand in his pocket <laughs> and is whistling as he walks out of the alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot. This movie really did a great job. Of um, keeping you guessing. Because mm. there are many times where you're like, wow, this guy's really at the end now. Yeah. He never is. Well, they even mm. have a set it, they haven't set it up where like you think he's figured it out. Like you think he's mm-hmm. figured out who killed his wife. And then it turns out that's actually wrong. Yeah. 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 
I don't remember the first time I saw it if I was, if the big reveal was a surprise or not. Probably. There's no breadcrumbs to point to Nichols. I mean, it was a surprise for me. I remember it being a surprise for me because I barely understood what was happening. <laughs> like when it gets to the conspiracy part of the end, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't remember. I mean, it was 93. I wasn't that old. So it's right. Like, oh, uh, okay. I guess that guy did it. I don't really understand why. Now they're fighting. Oh, he broke a chair over. Tommy Lee right, Jones. I'm back. Is they're friends now? All right. Yeah. Good movie. Thanks, Dad, probably. Yeah. For renting that. I don't yeah. know. No memorable song. No. No. I thought for sure. I mean, I mean the score was it was great. Kiss, but, kiss. Yeah. but you didn't walk out of the theater humming anything. No. I couldn't remember if in the parade there was a song playing, but it's like just generic kind of It would have been so great if we saw Ferris Bueller's um <laughs> float in nice. the background. Yeah. yeah. I mean that would have been a great distraction yeah, yeah it would have i in that scene it makes me nervous how long he wears his coat for because mm-hmm. yeah. he puts on that green hat i'm like take off your coat it's yeah. too yeah that was really good that was and a good eventually good, does. Coat, good tension ramp up parade i can't remember where i saw it or read it but there's so, there was something about spies yep. and how like the best way to like lose somebody who's tracking you is to be wearing something really conspicuous, mm. like a bright red coat or something like that. And when you turn the corner, you take the coat off and wear something that's like neutral, very neutral. And then you just blend in with everybody else because mm-hmm. they're looking for a bright red coat and you're just, yeah. And so he had that, he somehow became more conspicuous because he put that green hat on, but maybe not. Well, he was trying to blend in with all the other yeah, dirty-looking old men walking in the <laughs> St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah, and the announcer during the parade oh, was my God. really making a meal and out of just rambling about... Do you think that was the like, actual guy who announces the parade? Maybe. Because he did sound incredibly Chicago parade announcer man. Mm-hmm. He was it just like kind of making fun of people. Yeah. I couldn't follow what was no, happening. No, he's like, ah, oh, not a lot of arthritis in this group. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I wonder if they filmed it on the actual day. Maybe. They, I mean, they would have had to get that footage of the, gr- the Green River. Yeah, the Green yeah. River when it was actually green. Right. Yeah. Couldn't do it in post back then. Oh. Unlike now where they wouldn't even have done it in Chicago. Yeah, would have been in, in some soundstage. Yes, yeah, or that giant screen. Mandalorian machine screen, <laughs> green machine sure. they use. There was a roller coaster in Atlanta called the Scream Machine, okay. and it was fantastic. Was it scary? Mm, highly recommend. Yeah, two loops. Oh. oh, it was pretty. It was fun. It was a zippy little fun ride. Great, and that was like one of the best coasters I've ever. Great pitch. Anyway, Green Machine, zippy little fun ride. Yep, Scream Machine. It was called Scream Machine. Okay. But I thought of it because we were talking about green machine, Got green it. machine, and then I was like, "Get us back, get us back, Molly." <laughs> yeah. Speaking of machines, there I go. had a computers are machines in a way, and I had a, a Macintosh as a youth, and yeah. I had a the Fugitive Hypercard game that mm-hmm. I used to play. Blowing my mind. Shout right out now. to everybody who played Hypercard games. I don't yeah. even understand how that would work. Uh, what did you do? You just had to click on the right spot. <laughs> I remember it was very hard. Did you have to like solve the mystery about the liver samples? Basically, you were just like progressing through the movie. Yeah. And you just had to like, yeah, I don't know. It's like interactive story. <laughs> sure. But I just remember the the helicopter chasing the ambulance mm-hmm. was like a maybe a really hard spot that I could mm. barely ever get, yeah. get through. Yeah. I mean, to be honest... The doctor barely got through that yeah. scene too. But then that leads us into iconic, I didn't kill my wife, I don't care. Amazing. Yeah. Jump off the dam. Which I did not realize, I don't remember that being like so iconic that they reference it multiple times later in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Remember that cool scene, everybody? Yeah. Remember cool. that when you walk out and review the film? <laughs> yeah. It is obviously a dummy that they threw off the dam when he jumps off. How the dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Harrison Ford is very smart. He absolutely did that stunt. Come on. It's just like, ugh. It's like a Just real floppy legs. Yeah. 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 I mean, do you, I wonder how many they did. Oh, great question. They threw a bunch off. Yeah. That was probably the best of. Ah, shit. He, he ran into the damn wall. Crestorn. <laughs> Crestorn, get us another one. Oh, here's your, here's your Harrison Ford puppet. It's got articulated limbs all over. I'd never kill my wife. I love her so much. That was your Prado. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, did Kate Crestorn kill his wife? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> He is a ghost. I got confused. He is? I think so. Hank Crestorn's a ghost? Is that canon? <laughs> I believe I suggested at one point. Yeah, everyone have a Amazing. That. Sure. Why not? He's always seemed like a ghost to me. All right. <laughs> he's, he's got ghost vibes. Wait, how does... I thought that was how Joe Prado sounded. How does Hank Crestorn sound? <laughs> Uh-oh. It's, the truth is coming out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Joe Prado. You'll be proud of this transportation. You'll be proud of your proud transportation. Of your yeah. transportation. And then he goes, yeah, okay, oh, I, I love it. my wife so much. There it is. Okay, got it. <laughs> There's so much transportation in this. Richard Kimball in an ambulance. That's right. <laughs> planes, trains. No, there's no planes. <laughs> there's the a helicopter. There's a plane at one point. The Where deputy is, or the U.S. Marshal's going on a little jet. Oh. You'll be proud of our planes. You'll Good be job, proud Prado. of our helicopter choppers. Prado planes. Get right. yourself a Prado plane. <laughs> Get you the Pronto. A Prado prop. <laughs> Twin prop. You Prado. need a bus to spin a million times down a hill? I got you covered. Who's that? Is this a different character? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know how Hank Crestorn is actually very different. He's very different. I think okay. the Joes are closer to each other. Agreed, than yes. Yeah. Joe Dante. It's Joe Prado. Joe Dante's down here. Joe Prado's up here. <laughs> and then Hank Crestorn's kind of Hank nervous. Crestorn, yeah, Hank Crestorn is sort of like on the verge of a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Oh, you need a dummy that to get thrown off a dam. I can make that for you. I don't have us, Mr. Ford. I don't have a mannequin that's the same height as you. Please leave me alone. <laughs> okay, I made you this uh, St. Patrick's Day hat. You pull it out of the trash can. Pop it a boom on your head. Hats of puppets. It's oh, wait, he does costumes he too. Does I, costumes, yeah. I know it's not canon, but I love my wife so much. It's fine if he loves he his, wife. Love his wife. It's okay for him to love his wife too. I'm glad that our characters have healthy marriages. Oh, except for poor. Or whoever sells that shit out of the trunk of his car. Oh, oh. Beeble. Yeah, there's Beeble no Wallace. way. There's Beeble no way his Wallace. life is going well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got lots of friends. He Does just, he? Yeah. yeah he's got yeah, they're like socks. high school kids though, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did we buy shirts with his name on it? I thought we got socks. Socks. He's yeah. in our friend Beeble. crew. He's yeah. in our friend crew. Is he though? I don't remember. No. Check out the Whatever back episode catalog. that was. <laughs> Who knows? Speaking well, of checking stuff out. <laughs> okay. That involves the podcast, Totes Recall, and the things we talk about. See, we've been on topic this whole time. <laughs> exactly. There is a text-based something or other that we call Discord. And on that Discord, we ask you, the fans, the listeners, the patrons, for Q's and C's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Right, Dan? Yeah. Q's and C's. <laughs> sure do. I've been thinking this whole time. It didn't happen, but it did. Yeah. Q's and C's. All right. Uh, where we turn to Discord and ask for questions and comments about the movie we just watched, The Fugitive. Karzon states, 
Uh, this movie was based on a TV series written by the grandfather of my post-college roommate, Roy Huggins. What? So I have two great reasons to love this movie. R.I.P. Roy, sad face. Oh, Roy Huggins is all over the opening credits. Yeah. Huh. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's just a, that's just a C. Yeah, all right. Just a C. Great C. Yeah. Sorry for your loss. Well... Holy cow, my last name's a palindrome says. There are so many TV versions of it. Has anyone ever seen the one on Quibi? What? No. Whoa, Quibi? Quibi made a fugitive? <laughs> 10 minutes. A fugitive? <laughs> like, I didn't kill my wife. Okay. Next time on a fugitive. Make sure to tilt your phone to get the full experience. God, Quibi sucked. Never did anything on there. No, I didn't either. No. I missed it. It was gone. Yeah. Deserved it. Anyway, I haven't seen any of the TV version. No, me neither. Uh, does it suck just because the content was bad? Or I heard it was short so they didn't have to pay union wages? I have no idea. I would believe you? that. All right. The point is they dumped a ton of money into it. It was a dumb idea. It uh, ruined Reese with his prince marriage. No. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Not. That's not funny. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> her husband put all of his money into Quibi instead of doing what he was already doing. And it, like, created this, like, financial strain on them. And it, like, hel- it added to the already, the issues they were already having. Oh, my That's goodness. Hilarious. That's hilarious. That terrible. Quibi ruined a marriage. Quibi. Oh, Quibi. Quibi. I mean, it's not Quibi's fault. Oh, yeah, it kind oh. of is. Jeffrey Katzenberg's fault. Okay, I don't know who that is. But. He's the guy who decided Quibi would be a good idea. He also used to run some studio. I don't remember. Well, I haven't seen any of the TV shows. <laughs> Ms. Maisel had a golden arm. Don't what? worry about it. Check out the Wikipedia article about Quibi. Okay. okay. I don't. I won't. <laughs> I was talking to the listeners. <laughs> okay. Trevor Impersonator states, my first introduction to the fugitive was through the Leslie Nielsen comedy titled Wrongfully Accused. After having seen The Fugitive 20 years later, Wrongfully Accused is definitely the funnier of the two. Sure. <laughs> no question here. Really just a statement that I love Leslie Nielsen as if he were my own family. Oh. Side note, he chose Letter Rip to be his epithet. Trevor Burstein included a picture of Leslie Nielsen's gravestone. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Dark, cute. Wow. No, we're honoring these people. Oh, yeah. It's fine. It's very nice. And as I mean, I'm watching uh, The Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Also takes place in Chicago. Yeah. Also, let it rip. Let it rip. Oh, let it rip. Uh, Different. Yes. Also, I'm really hoping that Leslie Nielsen's let it rip referred to the fact that he carried a fart machine around with him at all times. Did he really? Yes. It's great. Wow. Check out an old clip of like 1995 Late Night with Conan O'Brien with Leslie Nielsen and his fart machine. It's a delight. Oh, I will definitely look that up. (laughs) Great. Uh, Wrongfully Accused, there's a scene in that movie where they do the train bus thing where, and this is the, I don't even know if I've seen the movie or just saw this part of the movie, but like they do a funny like Wiley Coyote Roadrunner thing where the train like keeps chasing him. Like he's, gets away and then suddenly the train pops up in another part of the woods. <laughs> That's pretty good. That pretty funny. funny. All right. Andrew has both qu- comments and questions. Ooh. Ooh. Comments. I love this movie. Classic VHS that you'd throw in on a rainy day or when sick. Nice. Can watch it 10 plus times and never gets old. Mm-hmm. Can you confirm that, Beth? Agreed. From your honeymoon? Yes. <laughs> your fugitive. Fug- Come on. Fug- nope. Fug- just nope. Honey fugitive. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Not sure if that's... No. Questions. <laughs> no. 
As a kid, I always thought this was an all-time classic, but in college, no one else had heard of it. Is what? it obscure or popular? Oh, popular. I feel like it's very popular. Yeah. I- what college did you go to? Yeah. <laughs> the Moon University? Oh, slam. <laughs> Definitely not Harvard, because I bet there's like probably a wing of the building named after Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. I don't care. Yes. <laughs> the Fugitive. The Fugitive. fugitive. <laughs> Chemistry. <laughs> Forensic science. And then parenthetically, also Al Gore went here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are the two that Harvard's going to highlight. Yeah, that's yes, the two. Definitely the only two people of note that ever went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, final question from Andrew. Great. This movie has a ton of classic funny one-liners. Yes. Which is your favorite? We're going to need a bigger boat. <sighs> I mean, I don't care as a classic. I cl- the one that really stuck with me, apparently, because it came back to me before it happened huh. i don't know when they're they go to his shitty apartment that he rents from polish woman. polish immigrant and her pedophile <laughs> no, drug no, dealer. he's just a drug dealer oh okay he was just dealing to kids okay yeah listen well we don't know he's not <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> uh, anyway tommy lee jones goes they go through his trash yeah and he's just like ah oh, we're eating oranges and making ids it's a good one. oh, oh yeah it's just something about his line tommy delivery he's oh, so good in this treasure like, yeah that one gets me i don't know why there was a line I laughed out. I laughed at out loud. I don't remember what it was. Nice. So that, that one. one. <laughs> I enjoyed how Juliana Moore's hair when she was working as a doctor was pulled back in a uh, low ponytail. Yes, good job. Hair and great, makeup. great job getting yep. her hair out of her way. But then at the end when she's ready to go home and she's talking with Tommy Lee Jones one on one, her hair is phenomenal. It's so good. It's curly and wavy yeah. and just done. She heard a U.S. Marshal was coming by. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe she could land herself a federal husband. Oh, yuck. You would never want to be married to Tommy Lee Jones' character. Oh, God. I was about to say, like, Jesus, Mom. <laughs> I mean, That's your favorite one-liner? Yeah. Yeah. You'd never want to be married to. <laughs> Wait, Julianne Moore's hair is your favorite yeah. one-liner? Yeah, it's my favorite one-liner. Ponytail's the one-liners of hair? Yeah. Style. I see. There sure. you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that tracks. Um, uh, when... Tommy Lee Jones just says, okay. When he shows up to the the first crime oh, spot. Oh, so good. And the sheriff, and the is, sheriff like, is like swinging I'll dick be, everywhere. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I'll be with you for one minute. And yeah. he's, he's like, like, okay. Okay. And he looks <laughs> furious. And he's like, just ready. He's going to drop some Oh, he's going to slap his nuts so hard with jurisdictional <laughs> authority. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I also really like when he is talking to, I don't know, some of his... <laughs> Oh, when he's uh, when uh, Harrison Ford jumps off the dam, yeah. and some Chicago person is like, "Ah, come on, he's fish food." He's like, "Well, go get a cane pole and find me the fish that ate him." It's a good line. That was a good line. Boom. Yeah, he doesn't take any prisoners. Yeah, well, he, he only takes prisoners. Well, Actually, except, when he, except prisoners. when he doesn't uh, bargain and shoots him in the head. Yeah, yeah. that's rough. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he doesn't. Uh, and this isn't really <laughs> like a great line, but the um, hairstyle. Yes, actually. Uh, One of my MVPs was the only lady reporter allowed to speak in this movie. Uh Mm. And she kind of reminds me of that very famous reporter who always got the first questions because she was the oldest reporter. Maggie. Mm -hmm. Maggie. Haberdashery. Yeah, that's it. Definitely. Haberman? Haberman? What are we talking about? She's a White House correspondent. White House correspondent. Anyway, she just heard this actress just absolutely murdered her line she did such a great job and that line was i don't remember but she does a really nice job 
I just really believed her. Okay. Oh. Open the door. That was a good line. What? Open the door? When Dr. Richard Kimball flees from the, I guess, Courthouse. jail? Courthouse slash no, jail? No, the jail. That's right. It was a jail because mm-hmm. he visited other the other guy. Yeah, very tense scene. He does Indiana Jones out the closing bulletproof glass door. Which no one realized was bulletproof until Tommy Lee Jones tried to kill <laughs> Richard Kimball. Yeah. yeah, and he gets Oof. his foot stuck Oof. and he gets his foot out. Very tense scene. But then they like, oh, yeah. he runs off and then the marshals run after it and the, the doors are still closed. <laughs> and they just like exasperatedly like throw their arms up. It's like, open the door. Yeah. And this is after he shouted, close that door. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like good. Yeah. It's not a funny movie, but it is. Yeah. It's oh, very like, thinker. it's like real, it's very real, just like slice of life moments of just like, yeah, yeah that would be frustrating. That's yeah. funny that he's so they, flustered. The tension gets broken with. Yeah. Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. Harrison Ford has a really good line where he's, you know, he's already tense because, like, he shaved his beard and the cop is going to the hospital. It's just like, hey, we're looking for this guy. And he's just like, oh, okay. And he's, like, describing him. It's like, you know a guy like this? Like, every time I look in the mirror, pal, except for the beard. Uh, wink, wink. Yeah. Audience. Yeah. Eating his egg sandwich. That he stole from Mr. Mr. Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> the, the incredibly <laughs> named Mr. Johnson. Yeah. And he, I, I'm embarrassed how concerned I was because, uh, so, anyway, when... He, as a fugitive, is trying to disguise himself and escape a hospital. Yes. He steals from an elderly man. He steals his breakfast and he takes his egg sandwich and um, like a little cup of pudding yeah. or perhaps some applesauce and a thing of milk. I was so distracted. Did he ever get to eat and drink those <gasps> things? I don't think so. When he was like driving the ambulance, like I would have been oh. really satisfied if, if they, they like just cut, cut him in one the time with him just like yes. chugging the milk. Well, they want to establish that he's a good man. He would and never it, drink milk. Of course. I think he already <laughs> drank the entire thing of water. Because yeah, okay. I was like, too. oh, you're, you were thirsty, Mr. Johnson. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I agree. I would have loved if there was like a quick shot of him like steering the ambulance with his knees while like shoveling apple <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have been great. So that's a line that should have happened or a scene that should have happened. Speaking of men and their names. There is an incredible (laughs) moment in the credits of this movie where we learn that many of the characters in this movie are simply named man on L Polish woman, other things. And at one point there's a character who's simply credited as man. (laughs) Yeah. It's really good. What in the world? How will, how are we to know which character was man? Maybe he's just really a man, you know, (laughs) just a guy. You're like, Wow, that guy's a man. That's mm-hmm. a man. So, that's the man. Okay, so I guess that's the Totes Recall Challenge. It's like, watch this movie and determine if at any point there's a character with no distinguishing features, mm-hmm. but is like clearly a deliberate part of the scene <laughs> who is important to the story. Yeah. Body's man. No clear profession, like no clear location, yeah. but man, they need to be in the movie. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't think I've ever seen that before in a movie before. It's wild. Before, before. <laughs> I've said before so many times. Like, usually it's at least like, they usually, you see that when there's a few people who are unnamed, it's like, man number one, man number right, three. Which yeah. at least then you're like, okay, yeah, there were multiple that you had yeah. a line or whatever. Maybe right. that's how they agreed to do it. They're like, listen, I know I'm just man number one, but I don't see any other men. Can I just be man? Wow, yeah, I guess they do do man number one, man number two. Right? Yeah. But... Maybe man on L was originally credited as man number two, but then his agent was like, excuse me, 
This man is on the L. <laughs> and if I read the script script clearly, the L is a very important location. Yeah. That's probably it. That's probably it. Well, speaking of men, uh, another gender is lady. Wow. <laughs> and our men and lady are the two genders. You didn't say Not two. The two. It's another one. Of, one. Another. another one. Yes. Can we before we move on to lady? Sure. Can we quickly yeah, we appreciate just, that incredible segue. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Acknowledged. Uh, can we just thank our patrons for those Q's and C's? Did yes. we do that? We did not. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. If you would like to Q's send Q's or C's, get yourself to patreon.com slash totesrecall. Become a patron. Then scroll down to bonus content from the month of July. Yep. That gives you very clear instructions from our <laughs> resident Dan Jaquet on how to get on the Discord. There's both audio and visual instructions. Ooh. Mm-hmm. One is flawless and the other is also good. <laughs> good. Yeah. One would say one is flawless and the other is better. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. But okay. All right. right. We'll You're allowed to say that. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much to our patrons. Back to Lady. Back to Lady. Finally. <laughs> finally. That's uh, the name of my uh, jazz record. Finally Back to Lady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be the season finale of... Chicago Fire. Dr. Lady, Lady Fed. Oh. Finally Back to Lady. Finally Back to Lady. Oh, is that where she goes back to her lounge singing? Yes. Uh, oh, she mm, retires from Lady doctoring and federally agent. She Wait, tries this a to. She's going to get pulled back Oh, of in. course. That's like the cliffhanger at the yeah. end of the season. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, of course. Okay. She sings I Did It My Way. Nice. Sure. <laughs> and then like someone bursts in. It's just like, this man's appendix is about to burst. <laughs> also, he's a murderer. Arrest yes. him. <laughs> wow. What a wow. cliffhanger. And then she's like up there with the microphone in her hand. And she has to decide between her passion yeah. and her occupation. Yeah. Like she looks over at the pianist and he's just like shrugging like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Do I keep playing? Can you sing while you heal? <laughs> oh wow! Wow! And arrest. Can you sing while you heal and arrest? <laughs> this show sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a oh, shame it didn't yeah. go to series. Okay, one final thought about the fugitive before our actual final thoughts. Sure. Um, Doctor Richard Kimball, very smart. Uh, gets as he's fleeing the jail. Yeah, he knows Tommy Lee Jones is after him, so he like finds some cops and is like, "Hey, there's." There's a guy back there in a blue so coat clever. waving a gun around oh, and yelling. Yeah. But then he goes, and a woman. As he's like as he's walking away. Yeah. I think and he said at a woman. At, yeah, oh, at, at a, a woman. woman. To oh, like really said, like yeah. field the lily. I'm Either like, way, you guys should really catch this guy. Yeah, yeah. weaponizing yeah. that. What Chauvinism. Yeah. I thought he said and a woman. Which <laughs> is more funny than and a woman. I mean, it is funny. Uh, there's sure. a woman there, too. <laughs> Just if you're, if you're wondering. Oh, jeez, oh, we gotta go protect that woman uh, from yeah, our There's a woman back guy. there with the guy with the coat. <laughs> the ratio of man to woman in this film is so off. That woman must be very important. important. That's yeah. right. That's Chicago right. PD, we save women. That's why they're so... <laughs> wow. Or just yell at them. Yeah. yeah. What? Well... Who yells at a woman from the CPD? Oh, that's true. It's just oh, Tommy Lee the Jones. Feds the feds are yellers. Mm-hmm. But also the Chicago police are incredibly corrupt oh, and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right, Doctor, someone who's not corrupt, I presume, is Doctor Lady. We never will know. Lady Fed. Doctor Lady, 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 Fed. Lady Fed. Unless she, is she an anti-hero? Anyway, it's a TV show. <laughs> it's like House. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dr. Lady Lady Fed is a proposed TV show yes. um, about a lady who is a doctor and a federal agent yes. and in her spare time, a lounge singer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lady uh, Lila. Lady Lila. The series was never made and instead was re uh, completely overhauled and became Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. <laughs> yes. We all know this. <laughs> this our rate scale is how many episodes we ordered of Dr. Lady Lady yes. Fed and apparently we're all wrong because zero is the right answer. Yeah. And it became Dr. Quinn, yeah. Medicine Woman, which we're, my grandparents loved, by the way. Nice. We're all execs at the table, but then Zaslav had the ultimate say <laughs> yeah. in what show gets to get made, even though who knows what media conglomerate he worked for at that time, or he worked for like, I don't know, the secret police. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you were first. If we sure am, baby. You thought you would give it four. You liked it when you watched it with your wife. Yeah, no big deal. That's my only note. Really? Yeah. Great. Yeah, uh, this movie holds up. I had a great time. Tommy Lee Jones is a treasure. Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford, which is good. Yeah. As we've established. He's good. He's good. He's a delight in his cantankerousness. I loved it. Five whatevers. <laughs> Doctor Lady Lady No Fed. Yeah. Doctor Lady Lady Fed. Yeah. Lady Lady Fed. Five episodes. I want five episodes. I want to see the relationships. I want to understand why we need to care about this woman and the people around her. You can't get all that from a pilot. You can try. Yeah. You can try, but you rarely succeed. Mm -hmm. Beth, you gave it five. You thought it'd be great. Not Pat. Not Pat? My best guess at that (laughs) note. Hot pal. Hot pal. My hot pal, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was a hot pal in this movie, which was true. I do think this movie is great. I would watch it again right now. Wow. Um, One day I'll finally understand what exactly the liver samples are. (laughs) (laughs) I think I get it now. Great. But it is a little bit confusing. Anyway, five. Great. Great. Uh, I also give it a five thinking I would, I love it. It's like a nineties thriller, mm-hmm. action thriller. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I loved it. It's great. It's so watchable. It's, it's so just watchable. like the whole time. It's fun. Two hours and 10 minutes. I did not once think this movie is too long. Wow. Right. And that is a wow. long movie at yeah, two hours and 10 is. minutes. Yeah. yeah. But it moves. Tommy Lee Jones is so good. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford's good. <laughs> yeah. I like him. He's good. Um, yeah, there's women. <laughs> and a woman. Uh, yeah, great. I love it. And a woman. Oh, jeez. Molly Chase, uh, you gave it four and did, you... Did you say your number? Five. Oh, okay. Still five. Five for three so far. What? Uh-oh. Three for five? Three fives. Five for fighting. They should have played that at the end of the movie. They should have. I don't think it was written yet for another like eight years. (laughs) Molly, you gave it four and then talked at length about. All the different Turner networks and how bad you are about Zaslav how ruined TCM. TCM's been he gutted. Did, though. That's real. Yeah, uh, we, no one is doubting that. that yeah, is no, real. We heard all about it. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Um. So mostly, I really loved this movie. I had a good time watching it. It is 
you know, it's a classic thriller too, and that the inciting incident is the murder of a woman that we only see yeah. through flashbacks sure. and is sort of idealized and also brutalized. Uh, but that aside, yeah. um, and, you know, the federal agents just being like super traumatizing force in a lot of this. But, you know, on the whole, and, you know, no, no women talk to each other like ever, like not even once. And part of it is that like almost literally 85 to 95 percent of the characters, like even the extras at any given time, mostly men. Yeah. But this was made in 1993. So like, what am I expecting? Right. Ugh. fine. Five. Wow. A reluctant five. Yeah, a reluctant five. I mean, it's five for 93. There are actually so two scenes five. where women do talk to each other. I can't remember. The one is a doctor and the person at the front desk. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, unfortunately, when Helen Kimball calls. She's speaking to a, a oh, 911 operator. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, they're not named. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 Yeah. And technically, mm-hmm. she's talking about Richard as well as her own brutal murder. <laughs> That's yeah. true. She does just say, he's in the house. He's trying to kill me. Yeah. yeah. Super fun romp. Um, there's a lot of running. Yeah. A lot of mustaches. A lot of mustaches. Yes. Incredible mustaches of various types and textures. There's an older <laughs> man that gets uh, Tommy Lee Jones shoves his badge in his face to interrupt Dr. Nichols. Cow. Big gray hair, oh, big yeah. glasses, that guy huge rocked. mustache. That guy rules. Yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of shoving, quick shout out to the random extra who is like the one innocent pedestrian that Harrison Ford does not have time for anymore. Like it's near the end of the movie, whereas before he's like been pretty good at like bobbing and weaving as he's running through yeah. Chicago. But there's this guy like who's just near a door and Harrison Ford just kind of like just kind of shoves him out of the way a little Could bit. That be man? He was like, actually- you think that was man? I don't know. Oh. Could it be man? Maybe no, that's man. Listen, no. guild rules say if you're touched by the lead, <laughs> you have to get a credit. <laughs> right? Is that true? No. <laughs> Speaking of rules only, right? <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. I mean, maybe not for long. Sag after. Strike, strike, strike. Let's yeah. go. Man Am on I dating L? this podcast? Yes. <laughs> man on L must have been the guy with the newspaper that I Oh, loved. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That he dude just no lines. No, but, but he delivers. So oh, he his, certainly yes. delivers. Yeah. He is acting. Acting. Mm-hmm. Capital A. There's yeah. also a man who's the who's driving the L. That we only see briefly. He's a conductor. Conductor. Is he a jock, though? He's just kind of like on the phone, right? No. Ooh, do you think man is the guy off screen that's like, why is it stopped all the way back there? (laughs) (laughs) That could be, yeah. Maybe that's That's a real man move. It is. If you played man in this film, please please call us. Tell us your sizzle reel. Yes. All of the men that you've played. (laughs) All the men that you've played. (laughs) All the men that I've played. Someone's... Autobiography. Oh, film. absolutely. I would read it. I would too. Wait, film? Could be. I mean, it's adapted. Oh, I'd watch it. And there's a novelization. Okay. Oh, oh cool. Is it like yeah. a graphic novel? Because that would be awesome. Sure. I'm. We're working on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're chopping. Okay. In, great. It's in talks. Great. To get it adapted. Great. Do you think if I made Doctor Lady Lady Fed as a as a graphic novel? That could work, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I just don't want the Dr. Quinn medicine woman people to come after me. Yeah, they are rabid, <laughs> rabid fan Very based. famously litigious yeah. production <laughs> company, I assume. Should we make Dr. Lady, Lady Fed crew <laughs> shirts or hats <laughs> for our merch store? 
mean, why not? It's, you know, <laughs> just a thought. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Her name is Lady. Her last name is Lady. Yeah. Yeah. Lady, call Actually, Lady Fed. Yeah. Yes. Lila Lady. Mm-hmm. Lady Lila is her <laughs> nom to <laughs> sing. Yeah, nom to sing. Oh, apparently there is a lawyer. Oh, who's also a private investigator. In Chicago Fire? No, or maybe he's a lawyer Chicago and a doctor. PD? Chicago Med. No, it's not on a Chicago TV show. Sanatorial. It's like a real person. Homicide Life on the Streets. Who has a um, NYPD a billboard that okay. says, I'm a doctor and a lawyer. Call me huh. on your malpractice suit. Mm. Well, mm. That's also a Simpsons I think it's in character. Indiana. Crazy Cat Lady was revealed to be a doctor and a lawyer. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, paid her backstory. That's why she's so burned out. In nice. The Simpsons? Yeah. Great. That's wow. Great. Okay, well, I'm going to look it up. Hey, if you haven't heard of this show, The Simpsons, yeah. take a take a peek. Is it like 25 years now? Yeah, I watched a recent season. Didn't do it for me, yeah. which I know mm. is tired to say as a 35-year-old. Yeah. But yeah. in case you were wondering how I, a 35-year-old, <laughs> felt about The Simpsons these days. Yeah. The one episode I watched right. didn't do it for me. Well, that covers it. Yep. There, case closed. Case closed. Richard Kimball is innocent. That's Dr. Right. Nichols borrowed his car and called the killer from his phone and had his keys. No forced entry needed. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So and the gas left in it. Home? What? He came back to the gala. Oh, because he hands the keys back to. Yeah. We see any gas left in it. Ha ha ha. That's a line early oh. in the movie. Oh. We see him returning his keys. Wow. I that till now. Wow. wow. So he goes on unlocks the house. Yes. And then calls Sykes from the car phone. I get it. And then he's, yeah, then, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Things are adding up mm-hmm. after watching it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finally getting it. But apparently Sykes is like, just didn't understand the phone call. Because if he unlocked the car and then is dr- calling him as he's driving back to the gala... And he then gives the keys to Richard Kimball. Wait, was he going back to Gala? Because he didn't go home because he had to go operate. Oh, right. Thing. Never mind. No, it's fine. Everything's fine. It all makes sense. The so keys are in the mailbox just... or something. Wait. Well, he gives him back his keys, right? Because there's a line, is there any gas God. left in it? Yeah, but does, does he let Sykes, he leaves it unlocked so that Sykes can get in the house and lock it behind him. So then Wait. when she comes home, she unlocks and goes upstairs, but he's already in the house. This, you know what? We have to watch it again. We oh, can't no. do this. We gotta watch it again. We gotta watch it again. This is not adding up. No. I think he Wait, killed his wife. Oh, no. <laughs> Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.